You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode About he that. will not. Has he ever had mummy rot planet. before? Um, how many times? Actually, roll a die. <laughs> you guys know. How about a d6? Brandis has had some really crazy other diseases. Okay, fine. And exactly. like, we're talking like, <laughs> um, well, okay, I'll throw this out there. Twenty, <laughs> and he can tell you each of them uh, ridiculous other diseases, uh, including but not limited to. Vampirism, uh, the purple fever, uh, Not the which does fever. awful things with your your bodily byproducts. Um, oh no! Lycanthropy, anything in the jungle, blinding sickness. He wasn't too like like freaking out about that. He's like, yeah, blinding sickness. Oh, I can kill guys with my eyes closed. Like I've done it before. But um, mummy rot. He like really kind of felt that he was lucky in all his travels. To have never contracted that. It goes straight to the loins. I mean, it's it's like, it's the thing is the name is not pleasant either, and so he is unhappy about this. He is like angry, like he's like so got the aggressive he pulls out a list of, of like diseases and crosses that one off. One more time, what mummy rot exactly does? Um, the, cat, the initial effect of mummy rot that Brandis has contracted is uh, that he takes half effect from all healing. So instead of my surge value, it's half my surge value. It doesn't affect temporary gain of temporary hit points. Now, this is particularly nasty where we are right now, because normally it just reduces the efficiency of your healing surges. We are so low on healing surges (laughs) that low efficiency basically means let Brandis die. Um, let Brandis die, we, cut off his hand, and we'll... I am not at full health. <laughs> I am at about three quarters health, and I have two surges. So if I heal to maximum, I will be down to one. And that's not a scenario I like going into a fight about. Uh-huh. So, um... Yes. Yeah, I'm at one surge well, and we'll, about three quarters health. Yeah, it's... We're, we'll do what we need to do to, he- to get you un-mummy rotted. That's the other thing, is that, uh, yes. mechanically, we've got the stuff for it, but, <coughs> again, the state we're in, even doing the, uh, remove hurt infliction ritual is brutal because it, it involves some damage. We don't know how, you know, depends on well, the rolls, depends if on we the circumstances. Roll, but what if we went to some place in Deep Amaskar that is especially good at healing? Maybe there's a, a guy... Money rotter? Um, well, I'm thinking there's got to be a healer. We have the remove yeah. affliction ritual. Well, the problem with the remove affliction ritual is that, depending on the DC, we could really hurt him. We could hop Daemon's other sword to pay for the it. The DC, That's true. we just need to break uh, break zero to not kill Brandis. We have a minus whatever level of the guy who gave it to us. We're level 18. Let's say he was level 19 or 20. Let's say, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're usually higher than us. Yeah. yeah. A couple so, so, yeah. So that's a big DC. So, Brent's probably... It's a heal check, yeah. 99% it's, it's chance a heal check? won't die. Is it heal or religion? 
Um, I am not sure. I can bring up the. Uh, get the I think it's heal stuff. It's a heal check to okay. remove affliction. And my my heal's fourteen. And it's at a minus twenty penalty. Yeah. Well, so what's yours? Q. Uh, seventeen. So a minus twenty body. is a minus twenty penalty because that's the level of the creature that inflicted him with the disease. Uh, so so a negative three. Yeah, that's how. Um, that's so how could, afflictions work. We could get it above twenty with with some aids. Well, and what I'm saying the is, thing is, we could even zero means he doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, that gives you a shot. But the thing is, um, I don't want so Brandis we break. To die. So let's say we break that. So Brandis doesn't die. Just above that. You take worse. a ton of damage. You know, no, that's the thing. Is if you take your hip, total hit points in damage, which means you die. That <laughs> you, die. <laughs> you die. Now, now a surge will bring me back up to normal. Let's say we do this. Let's say I use one surge to get up to the top, so I don't just outright die when you guys. And succeed. then we give you temporary hit points. And then I use my out. only other surge to get me to fifteen hit points. <laughs> well, how's the group as a whole looking right now? Like, I'm, I know I'm, I'm right. pretty out. I know I'm you're good. pretty so, out. No, yeah. you can transfer hip. Yeah, we, need, we definitely need to shuffle the surge. The surge is around. But what's our... What, how wanna, many do we I have? I just want to bring question. it up again. Yeah, have you, shuffle. you have You have two brandis? You I have, have one. One thing. I do... I want I want to drive this home because I, I think it got glossed over a little bit, but I'm saying we're in a town full of super magic people. There's got to be someone here that we can look at and say, hey, help us out with this. Yeah. I'm sure That's we can true, find someone who there. can do an even better job We'll, we'll get we there, can. though. Let's go back. No, we can we'll do an even better job that we can, but the thing is... Won't be free. We, it, we won't be free, and even if they've got to be economical a plus 30 at this point? to their skill check, hmm. then, best case scenario, Brandis loses... Three quarters of his hit points. Yeah. It's brutal. You yeah. gotta be like rested to have something removed from you without no doubt. I, I think I think we should talk to Draven before we make a pl- any plans to go back. Yeah. We spent a lot of time and a pretty nasty skill challenge getting out here. And we got so to end to, get this to end my once around. Brennan's not. <coughs> Colbert is he, is he cranky on top of everything else, or just sullen? It's a lot. Of, a lot of everything. Colbert is pretty chillin', actually. <laughs> this is a place where he... He doesn't... I mean, there's a lot going on here for Colbert. He really doesn't feel good in this spell plague area. Or uh, in this plague land. Now you have shoes. Poor guys. <laughs> yes. And so now... But now he's out of it. He's now in, like, this this other dimension. So he's feeling kind of, like, normal again. He... <coughs> I mean, the combat as active as it was for him wasn't that... Wasn't quite... Wasn't that threatening for him. So... Uh, he he's kind of kind of maintaining his serious demeanor again. It was a it was a it was a very physical kind of encounter, and he continues to kind of flex his muscles and his abilities as he begins to journey with you guys for the first time. You know, it's only been literally a, a series of several months that he's had that he's kind of been kind of getting accustomed to this elemental earth connection, and only really in training on the ship with with some of the shipmates that he really. And down in the portal, did he really kind of like have a, a, a chance to kind of explore this side of him? So now he's having a now now he's off the bench and kind of seeing what what this is like a little bit. Um, before it was just stories, and I know uh, Dan was making jokes last week that uh, a couple of things that Coleman saw earlier on the uh, you know getting to know you guys maybe weren't the most flattering events, but he heard a lot of stories, and now he's like doing the stuff with you. So that's uh, that's I mean that's. He's looking at this time as very beneficial in terms of kind of like his own growth and appreciates the opportunity to hang. Um, I mean, and the worm, the mighty purple worm, is something that he has 
significant admiration for. It is something, it is a bit of a revered creature uh, in terms of uh, both his culture and even the Darrow that who were, who were his slaves. I mean, it seems like every beast kind of connected to the, under, to the Underdark, you know, the subterranean world has a kind of a measure of respect or would speak in hushed tones of the mighty purple worm. To face one in, in and of itself, it's like face to face with a great white and walking away. So that is a, it's an impactful experience for him. Colbin's got six surges left. Uh, Hugh, last battle, I don't know, it seems like uh, the foes we've been fighting seem tougher than the ones we've been fighting before, if that's a way to put it, because he knows he's been through this many fights before and was in much better shape. Um, but as it is, he's not doing too great right now. Oh, the last fight didn't go to the bed. Um, he's kind of frustrated a little bit about... I don't know, the whole investigation thing. Just because it seems... He knows, you know, throw the moment on, trying to find Stoila, and all this kind of stuff, and we're doing this investigation, and it seems like we're going, like, the longest way around a person could go to try and get to your goal. And so that frustrated him, because he's a little bit more... Direct. Direct when it comes to things. Um, As the arrow flies. And he's in a giant magical city, which... I mean, he had a little bit of time... As Taladar being magical, so now he just. Wait till we get to Archerville. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Archerville! It's like. Hello! Fighting. Oh! <laughs> I'm just shaking hands. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I don't know. It's. It's still going, I guess. It's still rough, but. He's hoping we can take a break soon. <laughs> you got eight hours. Oh, it's a giant magical city. Surely there is some fine place. Hugh has Uno. One. Uno. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Aurora is kind of pissed off. This feels like a huge waste of their time. They come out here and there's no huge group of spell plague guys to talk to. One guy. Not only that, there's this one guy and he set up a fake shack. And just drained us. Just, no. just basically was like, oh yeah. He never got marked. <laughs> even if he had died, he probably would have like succeeded in his goal. You know, I mean, we came out there. We spent I don't know how many days getting out here. Felt like a long time. Probably it was only like one day, but still. We're bringing it back. Yeah, we definitely are. And she's, <clears throat> she's feeling uh, a great deal of frustration and anger towards this particular person, and just in general because. This is, like, way out there in the plague lands, and she's starting to feel like maybe they should have been focusing more on things in the city. And, uh, other than that, she's got this, like, this kind of spectral dragon thing that's still hanging around. She's still trying to figure out what that thing's about. And it kind of serves as almost a counterpoint. You know, at least coming out here, she got that, which is pretty cool. But she's still not sure what... what how does she treat her little dragon? Like, does she ever talk to it or like try? She's and pet only it? had it for a few hours. Um, she hasn't tried like forging a relationship with this thing yet. Uh, it kind of does its own thing so far. Uh, maybe when she has a little more downtime, she'll you know try to teach it some tricks or something. But hmm. at the moment, it's just kind of. Is so she's thing in the back of her mind about like these things that are coming to her, like. Are you kidding? Uh, the yeah. champion's code like got dropped from dropped the sky. Dropped from the 
And now, like, this sky. little dragon is following around, like... Oh, yeah. You just get dropped from the sky, we're like, hey, who made this? God. You don't know. You'll never know. You'll never know. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's, uh... She doesn't have time to think about well, it, Well, does she talk about it? I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, well, we're talking about head down. Aurora's, like, the most, like, head down forward kind of individual in, as far as this goes. She doesn't have time to think of these things. And at the very least, you know, there's there's no foreseeable answer, so why bother obsessing about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe if she has some more downtime, if, if they get a vacation at some point, you know, she'll... Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, see, that that's her thought. We're not... We don't maybe have time in six for months. This. Okay. So, that's, that's where she is. Taking it all in stride. Five... Blowing dragon. Five, five surges. Five surges, cool. Ren is... Um, <clears throat> he's not a huge fan of being out here in the... Uh, out in the spell plague. But the tan you're gonna get. But the tan that I'm getting is just... It's glowing. But, um... He, uh... Good joke. He's not as big a fan of the Underdark as he thought he was gonna be. Uh, this whole yeah, thing he is really wanted to go to Deep Mascar. He really did. Well, he did. Damn, he, he was here. Deep Mascar is really magical and stuff like that, and there's a lot of stuff that he could learn there. But from what he's seen, they're all being jerks and very standoffish because he's a gnome and they're not mascars. They, they, they made fun and, of you. They weren't standoffish. Yeah, they and, are. Intensely racist. They are, and so Dicks. that and kind of, of frustrates him a little bit. He's a little irritated that they came out here uh, for many of the same reasons that Aurora is. That there was just that guy, and he is no payoff. Except for this uh, guy. Pretty cool. pissed at Serge Raman, and he's ready to voice Give me his finger. opinion and nuke fingers if, if if need be. And he's also a little worried because that fight. Um, while he actually managed to get out of it completely unscathed in terms of hit points, um, he, <laughs> he did. did get a little close to the Spellfire at one point, and it singed him a little bit. And it was one of his images, but at the same time, he now feels a little scratchier and... <laughs> like, uh, what's the... Lost in space? It's, it's, like, it's like he has a sunburn now or something, and so he's going, huh, that's... You know what I'm talking about. Kind of weird. A little rash back there. So... I'll be a buggy. He was thinking about getting a spell scar, but he's... He hadn't really planned on it, and now that he has this... And he doesn't know if it's a spell scar or if it's just, I've been out here too long, yeah. and I'm just... the same thing. Oh, but... Gotta sell that summer house feeling in Chernobyl. S- <laughs> but it's like like Colvin, just kind of feeling sick and blah. Yeah. And he doesn't really want to be out here anymore. He would love to be able to just get out and go back to Deep Mascar, get done with that as soon as they can, and be out of this place. Mm-hmm. He's getting tired of it. He's getting tired of looking for the, the dead prince because that really wasn't their thing. And he's These guys are he's not really wanting, racist. He's not really wanting to get involved in their business. Maybe if they're being cool to him and showing him how to do stuff, but they're not. And so he's inclined Come to solve our problems. By the way, you're an ass. Yeah. Damn it. He's inclined <laughs> to just let them deal with their own mess if they're not gonna be cool in return. But what can you do? We're here where we are right now, and they're the only pissed at Sir Hammond and he will 
destroy him if need be because he's mm. irritated. And as these thoughts are and running through your heads, and how many surges do you have? You. Oh, I have five. Thank you. All right, so I think Eric's gonna do yeah, some little math and figure out uh, how surges should be dipping down. But you have nineteen total. Nineteen total. Oh, that's not too bad. Not too bad. That's less than two each. No, no, I'm counting four. That's less than four each. Like. Math, not huge. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's basically four each. It's four for each of you, except for one. It should be yeah. Should be great. Oh, right. Well, yeah, this is before we've healed. Uh, then minus one for shuffling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't need any for healing. Yeah. Keep already, in mind, whenever you I've use the ritual to shuffle, <laughs> surges around, you lose one out of the pool. Um, I really like that mechanic. I think it's neat. I think it's cool. So as good. So as these thoughts are running through your head. You're binding up Sir Dramon, who, yeah, you know, has confirmed that it is Sir Dramon, the Dragonborn. I believe you guys used your binding ritual, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, to, a check. to really, I mean, it's, it was something ridiculous check. You've got him in these kind of, like, pseudo-magical, like, bonds on his, uh, on his arms, and you are confident that uh, nobody you have ever met, save maybe one individual, could escape from these <laughs> bonds. Uh... And I forget what do they look like? Because you them, right? I don't think I did them. I they were chains. Yeah, I thought they were chains, but I don't think I did them. Did I do them? Yeah, you did. I I did them, man. Yes, they're chains. Okay. They're chains, and they wound their way around him as I was casting the ritual, much like a snake would wind its way around the victim. Who winds around? Have a little demonic head on it, like, and then like bites the other. Throughout this. He remained unconscious. But then finally, as who tried to stir him awake, as you, you had searched, was you had searched through his goods and and found the the ritual book. Ritual. Which, I mean, it was a, it was a small ritual book, more like a ritual notepad. Notepad. Pamphlet. Ritual uh, notepad. Uh, recap. What did it have in it? It's right. Mind seal or memory seal memory and seal. farsight. Not a good grocery list for this guy. Yeah. Memory seal is the one that allows you to basically cause someone to forget a single uh, event or something that happened. Like an interrogation. Like forget uh, meeting us, forget uh, you know fighting us, forget all sorts of things you can do. And it can be cast multiple times, but it does harm the individual based on your check. The higher it's much like remove affliction. The higher the result, the less damage it deals. I'm not pumped saying isn't it great that we don't have this. I'm saying. This guy spied on us with Farsight and possibly erased the memory that we need access to. Catch it back up. There's only one way to find out. Everyone's getting pumped about it. Like, no, this is terrible. It's like, I know nothing, save that I need to destroy you. No, 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 we we did a check. We did a check to see if it was used on him, and we didn't get a yes. Also, I don't remember that. It did, you it could did, tell that by the, the, the magic in, in well, the we Farsight did. ritual had been expended recently, but not uh, Memory Seal. Oh, okay. Not yeah. Memory Seal, I thought, perhaps sometime before, but not that not recently. recently. Like a murder? It did also give us the idea that now we can maybe look into someone's memories, which we weren't mm-hmm. even thinking about at all until we found this ritual. Correct. Would, uh... Is Sir Dremen have spell scar power? Yes. He does, he does have back. on his back. He was leader of the Blue Flame place? He was not, something. He not was a great leader. Probably the acquaintance of the dead prince. Mm. Possibly. Hangs out in groves. How tall is he? Probably average. Six. He's a dragonborn. They tend to be tall. Yeah, they don't. He was introduced to you Slide. as uh, Let's a, just a ask high knight of the blue fire. Okay. High knight? Damn. High knight? It's quite That's a title. Bad. I don't think he was a guide. Or else their guides are overpaid. Yeah. Yeah, no. He was He was introduced with a prestigious uh, title. 
There's a ritual called Discern Lies. What level is it? Uh, it doesn't aura. say. It says, oh, six. It's Let's level six. Catch that one. Hello, right cast that right now. Well, okay, you should find out what it actually does because it only lasts it says, like 30 seconds or something. No, it, um, for five minutes. Ah, five minutes. Use so, religion check as a bonus to insight and detect lies. Ooh. Uh, and it, uh, oh, it's a skill one, yeah. It uses a healing it does? Yeah. Just yeah. The, that's one of those ones that, ones. otherwise, there's no reason you wouldn't cast that every five minutes until the well, end. Well, I'll donate one of mine for it. Oh, I mean, let's, so, are we going to take care of healing first, or take care of... Why don't you guys take care I of don't need to heal. First. I'm that's, fine. Yeah, that's something you need to take care of. Okay. So maybe he'll break out of these bonds and get in combat. So we have 19. Are we going to heal first and then distribute them? That seems like a good idea. Let's do that. I don't need to heal. So. Colburn can give it bonuses. Mine are all available. Who needs to heal, just out of curiosity? Just raise your hand if you I need about a surge worth, because I don't. Okay. I need about a surge worth, but I heal at a half. Halfsies, so, so you need two? Just, like I'm, three, I'm one quarter down. Until we do... <sighs> just take one and see yeah. what we can do with the bonus. Discern lies. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. I'll be up for that. Um, <laughs> what kind of bonus can you give me to healing? Uh, 46. Use my Extra. religion check. Oh 46 extra? Yes. 46. Oh. I was like, holy shit. 46 extra? No, not that good. Interrogations will never be the same. Yeah. Uh, so let me make sure there's... I heal 16. Plus half of whatever you roll. You better start thinking of a uh, flavorful description of how it works. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Dragon's gonna make him tell the truth. Uh, yeah, be thinking of that. So let's get the healing done. So Brandis is going to concentrate on his healing. He, um, and as you guys usually see, I'm just kind of closing his eyes and just concentrates Not bad. and just uh, sixteen extra. You see his wounds just hit sixteen. Uh, so eight extra, basically. Okay, cool. Um, you see him usually just kind of come down, and you see him just close his eyes and just kind of meditate, but a very, very Western meditation, just kind of like. And as he does that, you just see him kind of break into a coughing fit. About halfway through that meditation, he breaks into a coughing fit. He got half to. Poor thing. I didn't realize how awesome the bending was. Uh, please remind me, when I heal someone, everyone within ten squares of me gets a plus one to all their defenses or plus six to damage until the end of the next turn. Wow. I was missing that. Um... I'm, good to know. I'm doing better, but uh, how we want to heal? Spit out the healing surges. Um, so I need one. You, are you you're gonna spend one? Yes. So you want? Yes, please. You get an extra seventeen. How oh, dang? Well, you usually don't roll it out of combat; it's just your average. Oh, that's true. I well, the average is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Out. You should take seven instead of eight. Minus one. I'd forgotten. It's so long since I've healed anyone. Otherwise, it would just be so much. No, 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 you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. That's what we've Thanks, Greg. I have one less hit. God. <laughs> Why do you hate us? Oh. Um. All right. So basically, each of us use that one literally to... topped me to the very top. Perfect. Uh, Not a point wasted. Excellent. Nice. Yes. So clean. We're so we each used one, and so you use one to spread them around. So now we have. So now we have seventeen. It's going to be 16 to spread around. So, that's uh, three each with one person getting one more. Yeah. Uh, you want one more? Sure. I mean, I feel bad because... Now, you have rousing words, so you're going to blow them like candy. Yeah, but 
but they're I mean, so unofficial. No, but Rising Words would actually give you a healing surge. Yeah, it's true. I mean, does anyone feel differently? Brandis always goes in there alone and gets his ass kicked. Yeah, I don't feel bad about that. Them, spends them all because that's what he's Brandis would to do. disagree. Damn, Lost would. Keep in mind, Aurora has her encounter pilot. Basically, is there a surge worth of healing? Very nice. Temporary hit points without yeah. spending a surge. So, yep. yeah. So I have four. She also spends a surge on a crit. And I can spend the can't I? The counterpart thing is new, right? That's the 18? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it it's very utility. It's beautiful. So, uh, as... Every time. 25% yeah. increase in hit points. Done. Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, those, like the Cloak of Courage, it's so good. So, as the group is casting, or is, oh, is doing this okay. and casting this, um... Ren, who had five healing surges, is now feeling them kind of get ripped from his body, and as he feels a little bit weaker from having this happen, he actually, he's kind of over in the corner right now, and he throws up. Ah. Aurora senses this, (laughs) and feels a little sick herself. She senses that he vomited? No, 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 before it's even going to happen, before it's even going to happen, it's a 4 by 4 I detect vomit next to me. That's 20 by 20. good to have healing surgeons from you. That's true. And he now feels a little crappier after it. It's going to smell like vomit Like, it's completely contained. There's no breeze at all. Like, it smells like vomit now. I hope not. Great. Fistidious Ness Ritual. Bam! Done. Where is it? Dude, R A four five. It's one. It's one place. I can't believe you didn't take R A with us. Oh, R A four or whatever. Um, assistant number four. Yeah, Colin. Did you get him out? Yes. No. Yes. Who took him out? I remember we got him out. I I'm did. almost positive. I remember nothing about him. Uh, that's out. okay. I thought we did. I'll double, right, anyway, I'll double check the records. Um. Uh. Why are you so yeah. Get rid of Either way, I he's just, on the ship. I just remember anything about it. Yeah, alright. We kind of got out there in a hurry. Um, really Beep, dangerously. Boop. And the way he's not. Yeah, Coleman, as he delivers his surges, like, you see, like, some of, like, the armor plates just kind of crumble and kind of fall off his body as is. You see his kind of armor and defenses weaken. <coughs> and now, Sagramen. So everyone's got three. Yes. Got Let's cast this ritual first, though. Can we do it? Discern lies. Well, it's not you cast it. Just there's no cost for it, so it's just it's build, a healing surge. Build Whoa. it into the flavor. Have it drain your healing surge when you want to use it. You want you want to do this? What, what's the bonus? The bonus is we get um, our religion check as a bonus to insight and detect lies. And religion Aurora, check. I mean, what the hell? I mean, my religion check is already a fourteen. And then when I roll, whatever else. What's your Perhaps you want to wait to use it until you're in the interrogation, then you can. That's what I meant. What's your insight? My insight is pretty high. It's 21. Because certainly your average interrogation lasts far more than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save it for that kind of critical question or something. What? He's not going to wait It yet. does? Yeah. It lasts for five minutes, right? No, yeah. no, no. I mean, uh, your average interrogation lasts more than five minutes? Is that what you're saying? Just yeah. figuring out how to split up the healing surges took 20 minutes. I'm not saying we were going to No, I mean, your average conversation is... Uh, Ren doesn't yeah, yeah. dig around in interrogations, though. No, no, no. I know, right? He'll That's nuke what I'm the saying. crap out of him. No, I mean... Uh, what I mean I is, don't worry about the casting time of the ritual as written. It, because essentially it. time isn't a factor. You can, in the conversation, when you want to I'm... get that benefit... Build into the flavor and we'll basically use it. I like that. I like that way of doing it. Let me ask how many how many checks do you think we get a bonus on? Like two? 
Uh, probably like one or I two mean, questions worth, maybe. Probably probably lasts you for like two questions worth for okay. five, five cool. minutes. Cool. I like that. So, so which questions you really, really, really? Well, want I mean, answer? I think we, we should probably start, need to talk to him first. Figure out what yeah, start talking to him and see if we can't lead him to. Uh, to a position where where he's either saying questionable okay. things because you'll have an inkling of what's going on, right? I mean, you'll be feeling it. It out. may not even get needed. Let's slap this guy. All right, Ren you walks use over to your him. essence of Aurora, though. That's for sure true. Yeah. Use that lovey perfume. Mm. Wow, she got that a long time ago. <laughs> While I'm she grimacing. is, but it's a diplomacy. I'm grimacing. A good right cop, now. bad cop. While I'm she grimacing. is applying her fragrance. Ren walks over to Sir Dramon. I don't even have an And you here. see, kind of, he was sweating, but you see his hand starts to steam as it heats up. <laughs> oh, starts to glow as he smacks him across the face. Easy, Ren. Yells at him to wake the hell That's up. That's a terrible aftershave. You hear a slight sizzle <coughs> as he slaps his face. And before long, the big dragonborn eyes start to blink open as he immediately starts struggling hard, realizing that he's in the bonds, as he quickly kind of regains his cool as he just looks around and then eyes each of you coolly. He doesn't say a word. He clearly knows what's up. He does know what's up. He probably has no idea where he is because this is just a completely nondescript cube Room. We have with to like walls that don't even, it's This just, is the best place to interrogate someone. It's they just like no gray walls. It's just, it's like uh, like Sam had described last week, yeah. they're, they're not stone, they're not dirt, they're not anything. It's, it's just kind putty. of gray. Yeah, like, more like yeah. putty. It's almost like clay. An evil clay. Just evil. a solid color. Or bone him, Are you in need of medical assistance? <laughs> you kind of chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> We all laugh and evil. He laugh. just looks at Colvin and says, "Yes, get me out of these chains." As he just kind of tries to look to see what's binding him, but it's so far back he can't even turn his head. Colvin says, "I, I cannot do that. We have, <clears throat> we have to talk." And we have compelling reasons not to let you out of chains. He says, "You'll get nothing out of me through clenched teeth." To throw him off balance, to show that we are one step ahead of maybe where he thinks we're, we are. For instance, that was a nice shack you were staying in. You're planning on renting it out? Don't think you'd get much. Colin asked him... It's mostly location. Why will you not give us information? It's <laughs> a fine question. So, uh, if you're trying to get information oh, out well, of him, let's... Let's check. Let's start. <laughs> Yeah. A nice little uh, 18 <coughs> He just laughs at Colbin And says Your authority is weak uh, Colbin's confused And Ren His face reflects such Ren steps back up And um, Let me know Ren's, I've got something to ask Ren steps back up And says uh, Says our authority is more than adequate for you to answer every question we give you as he starts to kind of crack his knuckles and you can see his hands steaming again. Is he intimidating? And that's going to be a Super that's going to be an intimidate check. You have reminded me with that check. Something uh, oh, for yeah. this little thing that's going on here. Let's um, try to when you're describing what your character is doing, give me kind of an idea of uh, 
in a sort of collaborative storytelling way of what what effects that you know ideally that you're hoping to elicit out of the person. What are you what are you trying to accomplish to help drive it in that direction? I mean, we so. have to all agree on the direction, or else we'll all be like. I'm going to scare him into telling us something. I'm going to be his friend, and he's going to tell us. It'll well, I mean, you can bounce. You can bounce off of each other and stuff. I'm playing the fear factor. Okay. Well, yeah, you're trying to get him to. Fear uh, I'm for playing his life. to divulge information out of fear that you will be harmed. Yes, fear and pain is what I'm going for. Who made this? There's an early statement I didn't uh, intimidate, which okay. Um, was trying not to not, not to intimidate through fear, but um. By kind of calling like, "Hey, we know you were screwing with us," um, to discourage him uh, of lying, uh, trying to establish that we are not as foolish as he may thought. And what was your roll? Twenty-five. Okay. Uh, my roll was a forty-six. All right. He uh, he looks at Ren and he says, "There is." No higher authority than that which I answer to. He says, You could kill me, it'd be doing me a favor. Ren says, <clears throat> Ren kind of steps a little bit closer to him and does one of those kind of godfather things where he grabs him by the face and says, <laughs> Oh, we can do far worse than kill you, as it singes his face and Ren takes his hands away and there are burnt handprints on each of his cheeks. When you do that, he just grits his teeth through the pain as he just looks at you straight in the eyes. Not... And and the impression you get, and especially Aurora, as she's kind of, you know, just watching, reading his body language, and, you know, almost kind of cold reading him. She's just so good she can she can read just from someone's facial inside. expressions. Even Back someone as, as alien to her as a dragonborn, but she hasn't had a huge amount of... Um, um, really? Oh, actually, well, I guess she has. She had a lot yeah. of experience during her year. So she has personal experience, you know, dealing with dragonborn. My point is that the look that he gives Ren is is not that of courage necessarily, as just defiance and not crazy, but sort of in between there. Defiance bordering on madness. Yeah. Ren. Uh, as Wonderful. he's doing that and staring and Ren lets go, he says, perhaps you should watch your tongue when addressing us and steps back to let, uh, Aurora. to let Aurora um, talk to him. So if you used that, um, the, the fragrance daily item, it, uh, <laughs> allows you, you can apply it to an ally or you, but it's, um, you get a plus two power Dump bonus to bluff, diplomacy, or intimidate. A what? Your choice when you apply it. Plus two? Yeah. Well, diplomacy or intimidate. Um, it's good diplomacy, right? Yeah. Pick one, not all three. It's pick one when you use it. For one hour. So For basically, hour. it's... The Long whole, enough, baby. The whole counter. Long yeah. enough. Uh, isn't particularly interested in trying to buddy up with this guy. You know, trying to get him to, you know, to you know, throw his chosen master under the bus but is instead going to attempt to get this guy talking just through pride, since he seems like he's the kind of guy who's like, my master's the bestest ever. And so Aurora, putting on her her best and most convincing face to try to convince this guy, uh, asks, if indeed it is the case that your master is the mightiest and highest authority, 
Perhaps you might share your knowledge with us and tell us a little bit about your your uh, boss. Yeah. Uh, twenty nine. He says. You think I would give up anything about our plans? He says, it doesn't even matter. You're too late. I didn't ask about your plans. I asked about who your boss <coughs> was. He, uh... That's what he <laughs> He says, uh... He says, my... Uh, he says, that which I answer to is, uh... Is greater than you. Greater than I. Greater than you can imagine. Brenner says, too late for what? And this sort of dedication is something that Aurora has seen before. This is, uh, and all she can think of is zealotry. Great. These are the worst to interrogate. Too late for what? He says, you have fallen for everything. Yeah, all of them. Ren's hostility, picking up some of Brandis' hostility, feels like maybe the rules of back in the city are kind of not applying anymore. So, give it a little bit of space to express things as he's used to. <laughs> picks up the guy, holds him in front of him, and yells at him in his loudest voice, which hurts everyone's ears in this very small room. Why did you try to kill us? <laughs> and goes with the uh, goes with the intimidation, switching gears a little bit. Uh, it gets a 30, 31. No, no, sorry. Uh, 39. Yeah. Uh, he says, why'd you try to kill us? And he says, to get you out of the way. He says, you've served your purpose. Colvin talks his head to the side and thinks about that. The impression you're getting from this guy is, uh, as as Aurora has you know seen, this is this is zealotry, uh, definitely at its at its you know highest power. He Aurora has seen martyr. this before, even in she's seen this before, even in the gods that she is worshipped. No matter what religion it is, there are there are those with such blind devotion that you know that they would they'd like to be killed in the name of. That which they worship, you know, this it would be it would be an honor for them. It seems to you that he is not going to give up any useful information uh, via via you know because of threats or pain of death or even torture. So suggest uh, suggest ways that you could perhaps get information out of him in uh, that that aren't by asking him questions and having him respond willingly. But uh, there is certainly information you could possibly get out of him. But try to um, think outside the box of, of different ways you can get information that is not by him giving it. <clears throat> I was going to try to trick him now and say, like, how do you know we don't already know what's going on um, and that we're playing your boss, kind of thing like that, using we, bluffs. We could do that. I was going to ask, you have the best bluff right now? Mm-hmm. I've got 21. Um, Brent's... Just gonna pull you aside um, and say, "I'm already standing in the back, so you can just." Okay. Yeah, Brent comes back and says, "Um, just to just to see his reaction, tell him start. Let's start dropping names. It sounds like like talking about we've served our purpose and like that. This guy sounds like he's one of the wrath guys. Why don't you go up and tell him? You know, fine. We'll uh, we'll drop him off um, at the academy and let let Arath 
deal with him? Do, deal, you know, do whatever he wants to do with him and just see if he gets freaked out or, like, happy, you know what I mean? Or, or you know what I mean? I, Any reaction he happy. gives will, will yeah. give you information. And then I think, and then after that, then we start saying, you know, also... Since you're trying to cold read his reaction, that would for sure be an insight thing. Someone, someone, um... <clears throat> Because so, look, some, someone could ask him a question and uh, and have someone roll insight to to try to read read his response to that. Does that mean so, that would be a time to use discern lies? That could be if that gives you an insight bonus. It but does. I would I would use it on our first question. Yes, it does. So Ren walks up to him and says, in kind of a louder voice, says, "That is a fine idea, Brandis. We don't actually need him. We could just go. Why don't we do the?" What was that mind wipe? Uh, yeah, memory seal. Why don't we do the memory seal ritual on him so he won't remember any of this? We can just drop him off at a wrath. A wrath won't. Surely a wrath is a merciful master. Surely he will take pity on on you for his shortcomings. So someone give or me the insight check that is uh, trying to read him. I mean, are you doing it? You're. Yeah, see, I so thought he was. Bluff. I'm staring I don't want you to roll him. if you're not going to use it because no. it like he was, he was bluffing. This is a bluff. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying he has the, to believe it for there to be insight. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then give me. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Give me the bluff check. Sorry. Thirty-five. Nice one. And the insight check. Check. Basically working together. Uh, twenty-seven. Do we get to add the discern lies thing? No, you're not. No. Okay, tw- so 27. That's it. That's like my passive. <laughs> Ren says this, you know, with the absolute conviction, and Aurora just, you know, the twitches in his eyes and the kind of way he moves when you say this name doesn't indicate that uh, that he recognizes the name at all. It would seem that, uh, that Aurora has absolutely no... Or it just goes... Um, could Ren... She kind of sees almost like a smirk as if he... he Perhaps. Thinks that you guys don't know what you're talking about, and he's he's happy, and he's kind of betrayed this. And as much as he's trying to remain neutral, yeah. Aurora can tell that he um, he, he likes you guys are just making up names. Or could you do any sort of magical or kind of arcane assessment on An him extraction. to see to see if there have been spells cast on him, or kind of if he has any, we... t- any telling magical enhancements that might reveal, uh-huh. or the same thing religious. Like, what's your religion bonus, Aurora? Uh, fourteen. Wait. <coughs> yeah. Fourteen. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Then. <clears throat> all right. Do you, did you want to do that? I mean, I can't. <coughs> so as Ren is saying this stuff, and as we've been kind of make sure to spread the checks out to people that yeah. you know haven't done yeah. checks yeah. yet. But go ahead. All right. So I'll slow down. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah. After uh, so kind of during this whole time, Ren's been kind of giving him the once over because he's a pretty powerful guy and he's trying to see if maybe he's got any special augmentation that's maybe helping keep his guard up or if we can tell if things have been you know well, like a signature thing cast you on him come from. recently cast on him yeah that kind of stuff. <coughs> 34 okay uh, so I was asking you to try to spread it out a little bit but um so you're trying to, to sense any sort of enchantments on him that is enhancing what Ren, uh, what Ren does sense is there is some sort of connection going on with this guy. Something extremely subtle, very hard for him to detect, but you can sense almost in the, the signature of the, the same sort of energy that comes off of the spell scars, there is some sort of mental connection that he is sensing. It is 
very foreign. It is not like a traditional, you know, like um, telepathy ritual, psionic, which, whatever you know, or a psionic thing that that Ren has experienced before. There is definitely something, perhaps not right now, speaking to him, but that has some sort of uh, connection into his mind. Ren is but not a wrath. Ren's gonna pull uh, Hugh to the back and say, um, <clears throat> he said, you know, we've served our purpose. He doesn't seem to know anything about a wrath. The only other thing I can think of that we've served our purpose for is honestly destabilizing the city. This has got to be one of the guys being controlled by one of the guy by one of the key players in the city. How about, and Ren's gonna pull uh, or with it. Um, Gets together and says, I'll, I'll act like, you know, I want to kill him. You be the voice of reason and say, no, no, you know, we have to take him to, um, to Meta, or take him, to, you know, stress him, take him through the process of in the city, you know, to get back there something like, and see if he, see if he's scared of you. I do want you guys to try to think of more things that are less about, um, you know, uh, give us an example. Scaring him into something or bluffing him into something. <coughs> well, try, I, try know, I, have, I have an idea. That is Go ahead. So, <clears throat> as, Let's just as, kill him. A, as Ren probes and kind of senses more of a connection and this kind of it becomes very apparent that he is some sort of zealot and he, he is he is making strong appeals to higher powers uh Coleman begins to kind of uh you know look within himself at kind of his understandings of just different ethos and different different kind of uh structures of worship something that he, that he has been kind of exposed to during his whole life. You know, the the Goliaths are kind of extremely devout uh, people um, in certain cultures, and so <clears throat> so as he as he augments kind of his his divine sensitivities with his powers, he <clears throat> he he approaches them and places a hand on his chest, and you see as as the uh, uh, you see as he places a hand on his chest, kind of his his. Uh, his uh, his hands, kind of the tips of his fingers, and, and the, the places, kind of where his skin touches the dragonborn's chest, begin to kind of crumble a little bit and become slightly slightly earthen. As he, he makes makes some sort of uh, kind of kind of spiritual connection with this with his dragonborn and attempts to kind of divine uh, the 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 lines of worship, kind of at the core of this man's soul. And I'm gonna roll a religion check for that. Uh, I wish it was better. There's only 21. Hmm. So as, uh, you know, as Colvin does this, he he senses something, you know. He's, he's able to sort of tap in, but what he feels is so foreign and so malevolent that when he feels it, it kind of pushes him out as he is not able to, not able to see what it is. It, it, it starts hurting him, you know, and he has to, he has to <laughs> stop what he's doing. For, for fear he grabs of. his head as kind of like confusion and kind of like instability just floods like what is for him a chronic sense of stable mind like Colvin's Colvin's kind of internal emotional structures is like like whatever it's like the heartbeat of that guy in Gattaca it's like the ongoing relentless rhythm of kind of stability so to have this kind of like jumble and chaos Push. kind of invade him from the inside it is like it kind of causes him to like lose his breath like Falling into an ice cold lake, just and he kind of staggers back a little bit as he's kind of racked by these by this sensation, and he kind of like looks with almost the edge of fear at back at, at uh, Dremen. Uh, what reaction does this elicit from Dremen? Um, he as is. Colvin reacts out. What almost seems like is that his 
he seems to be becoming slightly less and less concerned with what's going on around him. He's just kind of looking around. You see this sort of just wicked smile on his face. I think it might be worth it to try to cut him off from it. Yeah. Um, a religion check might help with that. Yeah. Possibly Arcana. Shoot him with the dispelling arrow. Shoot him with the... T- he dies. That doesn't work. <laughs> it dispels his life. No, so Aurora's right. going to try a religion check to... Well, to basically push this em- this essence out with her own divine uh, aura. Invasion. And try to, like, kind of encompass the entire area in that... Um, but she only has a 14, so I think I... That's about my, where I'm at, so... Okay, so that's... Well, if anyone has a higher religion, she could kind of suggest this, and mechanically you could have someone else roll the primary check. Um, does I anybody have, else have a, a higher... I have a 15, so I say just go for it. You knock yourself out. You have a 10, so I'll just, I'll just roll this and see what happens. Damn it. Not good. Uh, 16. Uh, can I re-roll that for some reason? It was a really good idea. It was a good idea. As Aurora begins to do this, she can... Uh, sense the connection almost immediately and it alarms her because what Ren had just said, you know, what Ren had just communicated with with you about this connection, when she goes in to start to try to push it out, she can feel it extremely strong and she realizes this connection must be getting stronger rapidly and whatever is going on, something is happening now and as she starts to do it, Sir Dramond's head snaps to her as he immediately becomes aware of her trying to push it out. He opens his mouth and a purple flame blasts out of his mouth as he breathes his dragonborn fire at her, knocking her back. Wow. Coleman quickly runs through Aurora and picks her up uh, as he kind of... Wait, wait. Does Aurora actually fall down? No. (laughs) (laughs) She's crashed against the wall. Very well. Crashes against the wall. He runs to her... But like he, he gets what she he's saying and he says he says let's try again together. Can we do that? You absolutely can. It looks like you are getting. Uh, again, it looks like whatever is more. happening is you know is happening rapidly and you do not can have you? much time <laughs> left so. before he might be completely gone. Aurora can tell just with her passive insight that he's his consciousness is becoming less and less you know uh, stable and solid here. Colin runs over and grabs the guy's. Jaws with his hands clamping yeah, his mouth shut and just slams him on the ground in the middle. And he says, "He Are tells we everyone." Exercising he, says, this guy? he says, "Join around and lend us your strength." So is he rolling? So I'm gonna roll a religion. <laughs> I think other everyone else should get in with something too, as I'll we aid. kind of like try to force kind of our spiritual energies in to drive back this kind of foreign entity. But I'll draw, I'll roll my religion. Yes, that's going to be thirty-two religion. Uh, I aid. Ren is going to go in and he kind of hovers over the top of him and just gazes into his eyes to try to break his concentration, concentration and try to break the, the tenuous right. thread of evil that winds itself through his soul. Alright, what's everyone else's rolls? Uh, he just kind of walks up and sort of mutters a like, it sure would be nice if Basically, he's the only guy he has any really respect for is Vondrix. He's like, it'd be nice if we lucked out this time. <laughs> yes! I love that! Uh, 16 religion? What does that have to do? 10 plus half your level, or how does it work? Uh, 10 plus half your level. To aid? Uh, so that's a fail. Yeah, no, half your level. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So we're at so 34, you, you 33. 19, yeah. Right? yeah. So it pulls it down by 133. Did you succeed in yes. your aid? So you're at 33. Uh, he completely successfully. Yeah. And he, as usually expected, he expects no help from the gods. <laughs> um, <laughs> Especially when like, you ask him. Like, what? Sorry, I can't hear you. But being someone who respects Avenger, he probably completely understands when, you know, don't. Not this time. You don't need it this time. enough 20s in the end. Yeah. Or enough. Yeah, 20s from the enemies to know that. Yeah. Randis will attempt to unnerve him as well in his own ridiculous style. Um, he will. uh, Mummy Rod! (laughs) 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 Um, Randis leans in close just as uh, Ren is, you know, staring at his eyes trying to freak him out. Um, Randis leans in close and, um, and, uh,. Give him a quick, uh, creep, uh, trying to unnerve him with a quick history lesson, um, and, uh, and names a few of the, uh, previous emperors and kings, and how they've, uh, and the leadership of Deep Mascar, and how they've used up, uh, their underlings and subordinates, um, and, uh, and as soon as they're done with them, uh, pass, you know, toss cast them aside, them aside. As, as exposable, uh, exposable assets, getting a 21 in history. Oh, oh, but you're just aiding, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to aid this check. Yeah, no, I'm not like trying to bear the weight with that explanation. <laughs> All right, I'm just trying to under him. For the first time in this interaction with Sir Dramon, you see. I mean, you sort of saw it when Aurora started pressing in, but as Colwyn holds him down, and as this. You know, this sort of... Colin begins his chanting, his ancient dwarven, like the, the language that you were hearing when he was sleeping the other day. He didn't even know, and as his eyes kind of like glass over, you hear this kind of like deep kind of dwarven chant coming, kind of resonating in almost a different voice as it begins to echo through the room, and like runes kind of pour down uh, Colin's skin to cover Dremen, who that begin to almost kind of like sizzle with like purple and kind of divine energy as they kind of meet some strong force over the body of the dragonborn. He looks up, and then you see panic in his eyes as he starts struggling harder than he ever had before. I mean, he's still bound with those amazingly strong chains. He, you can tell he tries to blow flame into Colwyn's face, but he had already expended his, his, um, his breath on Aurora as he just starts screaming, and he says, No! No! As Colwyn can feel this, uh, all of you can feel this presence pushing in, start to get pushed out as you sort of feel it in all of your minds, this deeply malevolent force that is uh, that is being pushed out of him and sort of <laughs> seeping just into the room. Go ahead. Is he saying no, no, because he doesn't want, to he do doesn't want that feeling to go away or because now he's snapping out of it and he's not under some crazy control? Inside channel? No, he, he is clearly <laughs> pissed off at you guys. For doing what you were doing. Gotcha. Uh, okay. He's pissed off at us. Yeah. Have you met no like yeah? Like yeah, baby. Yeah. And after <laughs> a minute of extremely strenuous just fighting with this force, which Colbin and uh, Aurora and and uh, Ren. Ren, who are all especially religiously and uh, and uh, arcanically. Mm. 
arcane tied in arcane manners. <laughs> in arcane manners, sort of tied into pushing this presence out. They can uh, they can feel as finally the last of the connection is completely severed, and Sir Dramon just starts screaming, going, "No, no, it is mine!" As There's then the presence is completely pushed out of this demi-plane that you know that the, the wow. Exodus knife has created for you into the ether. and you feel it completely gone from this place and he is just screaming and yelling at Wait the top of his lungs and thrashing then we around. start asking the questions holy cow that was unexpected uh, can we identify this malevolent force at all is that a, a check that we can make uh yes like is it an evil god or something like that can just as the check? presence is leaving and you're able to kind of lift your concentration from pushing it out you have one chance to try to see what you can about this thing as you turn your thoughts to it. Religion check? You could try religion, you could try arcana. I mean, you don't know what it is, so... I'm... Well, I'm really good at engineering, but I don't know if that will help. I want to see Brandon's light up this check. If it's the presence of something like a mind flayer or something from the far realm, the engineering would be uh, appropriate. It's tough to say because you don't know what it is. No, you hit the engineering there. Okay. So you could each try, you know, your own thing. Engineering! Yeah. Natural twenty. Oh yes. Oh yes. Twenty equals a forty-three. Are you giving just nice. one person a chance to, or like can each person like, do different things? Bing. To try and feel outward. Aurora frequently gets Has 20s on this her. this our strange malevolent god ever been in a dungeon before? Because if it is, I don't mind. Not one day. God of dungeons. He lost his watch and he went looking in that one dungeon, and then I knew about it. So Ren, not knowing much about religion. Uh, well, he knows Don't some, know but not as much religion. as he would like to. He likes lots of things to know about. Um, rolled a 36 arcana. Nice. Let's resolve to see if there's some kind of an arcane force. Ren and Aurora both. What'd you get, Aurora? 43. 43. Oh, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> Cough it up. She, she had a natural 20. It is the Ren and Aurora both recognize something familiar about this presence as it just leaves the room. Aurora has one time in her travels through the Underdark with, with one of her mentors as she was, you know, going on a East Rift. A pilgrimage of sorts, you know, that just kind of traveling through the Underdark in one of her... Excursions. In, in an excursion as a youth. Picnics. Yeah. She had felt the presence of something that caused those that were with her to somewhat panic and pull back from where they were. And it's unusual for the, for the Dwarven Worst people. She was with ever. powerful warriors and what she feels is something that she has not felt since that day. A similar presence, a similar um, uh, essence? malevolent essence that she had felt that day. And she had asked about what it was. And she remembered being told that it was uh, a deeply evil creature known as a Sharn. Uh. Hmm. Does Rowan know much about Sharns or just that How would you it spell was that? one? S H A R N. X. Z. And a silent Q. G. T. F. Colbin kind of comes out of this trance of his, breathing heavily and uh, kind of like blinking his eyes a little bit, almost unaware of himself of what just happened. Kind of, he made contact with powers of his that he doesn't fully understand or even recognize. Yeah. And he, he looks he looks down at the dragonborn 
to see its, Covered phys- in its physical state. Now the rooms have the rooms have oh, since faded. I like it. Along with the trans, the rooms permanent. Yeah. Can I just tattoo you from head to toe in three seconds? In runes. That's why he's screaming. Stop! No, not that one. It looks so, so unsavory. Aurora's trying to remember anything she knows about Sharns now since. Uh, the term the term has popped into her head, but the knowledge of them has not quite filtered, you know, percolated up to her brain yet. Aurora and Aurora and Ren's connection through their ring as Aurora realizes what this like, is, you know, kind of transfers into Ren's consciousness, and as he feels it, he kind of fills in the gaps of knowledge as Aurora kind of knows what it is, but but doesn't know anything about evil, it. Ren, and it's a sharn. Uh, Ren remembers from his arcane studies that Sharns dwell in a deep underdark near Earth nodes, but they spend most of the time on their home demiplane. They can rest certain aspects of their group personality while others still function, so they do not sleep. A Sharn reproduces by performing a ritual to absorb a willing, living creature. The more advanced a Sharn, the more personalities it has absorbed. That's yeah. so... It's a... What does it look like? Yeah, what does it look like? Um, a big uh, just... He's never seen one, but it is said that they uh, just look like a, a mass of souls, almost. Just a big mass of energy. A soul mass. And this guy was... So he's pissed for? that he now can't give up his <coughs> charm? Said willing, is what you said. We charmed him. Yeah, do they control and when we him? broke the little mental thing, he was like, No, it was mine. We know how they... You know that an individual charm is a bubble of collected awareness extruded from its home demiplane. Which is strangely connected to all of the cosmos. Extruded. Don't like that word. You know that the spell plague touched this widespread demiplane as well, infecting its inhabitants. Now, all Sharns are embodiments of the spell plague. Whoa. It's an embodiment of the spell plague? But, like, that's that's since the spell... So you, you, if you're Sharns... Sharns have been around for forever. Millennia, yeah. Um, but spell but the spell plague had touched their... Their home demiplane and basically turn them all into embodiments of the spell plague. Whoa! Insentient spell plague. Okay. That's not cool. That is nuts. And so the Sharn wanted to kill us? What the hell does that have to do with us? I think we just stumbled into it. Yeah. Maybe it was. No, I think this is, um. You think Arath got himself embroiled in some Sharn biz? No, I think this biz is this could be something separate. Separate from Arath, I think. You think a Sharn likes deep in Mascar, just chilling there? So, well, I mean, if they're Sharns connected are to the evil, spell plague, so... they have plans. They, said we, they have plans for this area. Yeah, elaborate plans. They said we've served our purpose. We did something. Bad. We have been doing something that has helped this Sharn. And Maybe. I, let's ask I this think, fucker. I think it's stirring things up in deep Mascar. Step two. Right, right. Now As that you guys are like discussing this, he is still just screaming and yelling, and he says, "It was my right! It was my right! I was to join the collective." Brandis, he's yelling. Simply talks louder. I think it was destabilizing Deep Mascar. We're ignoring him at this point. Oh, that's gotta be it. And you thought there wasn't anything worse than death. Well, right. You took your little Sharn away. We should, we should just release him. No, it's our Sharn. Wild. Sharn, Sharn, Um, Colburn seems very exhausted. I mean, he lets this guy go and goes and just rests on the, like, sitting against the wall for a while. Like, We're, Are we gonna, like, let him, like, calm down? 
first, and then we're going to ask him more questions, yes? Oh, no, that's what, that's what Coleman needs right now. It, just from your initial reaction, it does not look like this guy is uh, going to make him go crazy? start calming down anytime soon. What you're seeing is just the a broken man. I mean, he, psychotic as black. he is screaming about this, he is just yelling about the collective, and it was his right. He says, I serve the order faithfully! Wow. And oh, that's uh, it seems like a, a broken mind. We broke The Order of the Blue Flame, if the Sharns Fire. are all spell pluggy, whatever. They, maybe they're all Sharnies. You think they're all into Sharniness? Could be. Sharnies. Freak of gift. Um, How good are we at lying? We could erase this memory of the whole fight and interrogation. So he just all of a sudden like wakes up here. Last thing you remember is getting ready to ambush us and be like, "Oh, so Dragon, where's my shard? Saved you from an attack." Where, he would notice also that he had been desharned. Just see what his reaction is. We can Maybe take him back and talk to Meta and just say, "Hey, that's probably a good idea." Mm-hmm. Here's this guy that went crazy because there's a sharn lurking about outside the. Isn't walls. she spell plague? Well, the order of the blue flame. Spell, spell, fire, scar. Yeah, no, it started here. True. Yes. I mean, if, if this guy's a prestigious, high this guy is like prestigious, and he like he's connected to this plague land. The question is, like, if spell plague and Sharn. I mean, the question is, did he hot damn become connected to the Sharn after he had been around spell plaguey people all the time, or was it the opposite way and he was connected to the it Sharn seems, and then was like, hey, I should form an order? It seems like Ren, since the connection came through the spell scar, <laughs> so once the spell scar happened, maybe the Sharn. <laughs> I forget, did Meta ever talk about having any ties to the Order? No. She None went, that I know of. She went there. She she frequented their places, but had to do it in secret. Yes, I believe she said she was um, she was on friendly terms with them. Yeah. They they had helped her when she got her spell scar, and they they uh, agreed with her brothers who um, thought they should hide her nature from the general populace um, because of the For the good of all. For the good of the city because of the prejudices against those with okay. um, spell stars. The question is, do you, you do know well, that I the general that puts populace is not immediately suspicious light if yeah. we're going to say that do we think she's uh, but she also did uh, give completely willingly show answer that she did have one when you asked her about it. Yeah. Do you well, think do you think she's connected to the Sharn and do you think the Sharn has some sort of clairvoyance like I, it knows what was going on and so when we get back there she knows that we I don't think it's fair to assume that every spell plague person has a Sharn. You don't know Brandis. <laughs> That's unfair. Brandis is unfair. Hey, Ren, do you Point have a Sharn? Life is unfair. I'm not fair. <laughs> Ren's not necessarily spell plague. <laughs> she, she's assuming he is. He doesn't have a. He doesn't know if he has one or not. Well, let's he not the group spell scar. Let's not the group a spell scar. He looked around and he was like, "You're okay." I'm kind let's of. Let's not have the group but... fall into paranoia again. We've been there a couple times <laughs> in this campaign. <laughs> We don't need to be there again. Um, you guys are finding it even hard to talk as this guy's just screaming. I, now it's incoherent. He's let's not just knock him out and see if he wakes up. Brandis gets calm. a 26 endurance. Colbin gags him. He can yell over this guy. But I don't have perception that high. Colbin will gag this guy. I just, he yeah, just sits there and listens to whatever the guy happens to be screaming. Yeah, what's See if there's screaming? any piece of information that might be important. 41. 41 to what? Gag them. Gag him. Oh, I guess you're not going to be listening much. Uh, I mean, he is resisting being gagged as hard as he can as he's thrashing his head around, trying to break a chain. Just this surprising amount of force, you know, born out of uh, Desperation? You know, the highest adrenaline that, you know, someone could have. But 
not quite enough to break it as you uh, as the magical bonds we on him pretty well. were extraordinarily strong. And just as Coleman is starting to gag him, you, uh, you see that his eyes just close as he falls over unconscious, and you get the impression that he just um, he used up what energy he had. He his body an has just shut down. In his he's not brain. dead. Yeah. Um, he's just he's literally just knocked himself out from screaming. <laughs> like you know, like screaming so like, much that the blood rushed to his head and just caused him to. And he passed out. Pass oh out. wow! Sweet. Says, my vote is to take. Hyperventilated the mask. I mean, it's really. I want to finish gag. interrogating him first. <laughs> I don't want to take him to deep in Mascar where there could be a ton of other plague, plague, spell plagued people. <laughs> I think it's a good abbreviation. I think it was, but it wasn't intentional. Well, where will we stash him? His I don't house. want to stash him. I just want to finish the interrogation first before yeah, but we he's go. Passed out. I don't think he's gonna say much more. The last thing he said. I was, think we turned him. You out. think so? Coben looks out the wall, out the door to see I if there's still a raging that purple it. worm on the front doorstep. Uh, there's no, it not. Left. It's, it left a while ago. Okay. Uh, but there's, <laughs> but if you remember, the door right now just opens up into we'll just uh, cast a huge our crevasse. And we'll be fine. But then the oh, landscape is moving that. around, and you remember from before the purple worm, uh, it kind of shifted back to normal landscape. Uh, after an hour, after, oh, certainly after an hour. So, well, this lasts for eight, so yeah, you have plenty of time. So you think? I don't think it's the same. Is his shack like falling apart like crepe paper? Or yeah, like, I think this, I what, think it was pretty flimsy. We should probably go in the shack. Why should we go in the shack? There was I mean, nothing looked, in the shack. I looked at. Oh, you did. I looked in it. Yeah, he joined the was combat. Nothing there. Okay. It didn't even have a ground. It was just like the same sort of. Sand. I thought that it was worthless, but I didn't know if it was still. It looked like it had been erected uh, as a hastily, like a front. It was like a big cardboard. It basically was what was on the board, which is literally like a little cardboard house. I see. Okay. Very, very convincing cardboard house, but still cardboard house. Uh, Colbin, contemplating once again, journeying across the nausea-inducing spell plague lands. I mean, just being in the the air, the ground. Mm. It's all, it's all not great. It's better when he's not staring down the land, but not great. Uh, Asks if we can start heading back. Uh, I mean, we can m- maybe interrogate him, like, whatever. We, we stayed one night here. But if we can start heading back out of this place, if this is what we've come for. I mean, are we going to drag this guy to our in-room, though? I mean, l- I let's know. consider the vision of bringing this guy in. Oh one of God, their highest-ranking knights who's apparently well-respected. And where are we going to say? We... Not going to be public. I mean, what what if they want to take him and we can't interrogate him no, again? That, that's wait, my concern with bringing, bringing him, him back. The city is going to be trouble. I mean, well, no, I mean, yeah, we I can't think... bring him in the city without documents. So, like, they'll know we're bringing yeah. him in unless we figure out some some tricky way to smuggle him in. Otherwise, we yeah. have to stash him outside the city and then decide what to do with him. I think that's a poor idea. I think we should just take him in and take him to Meta. Yeah, I think that you know. Okay, I'm just saying. I don't think Meta's necessarily a hundred percent. Trustworthy. Well, here's the thing. Particularly we have to with bring this, him to someone. Yeah. If we yeah. don't trust Meta, is everyone suspect? Well, we everyone knows Spellscarred is. Brother, but like, if yeah. we don't trust Do anyone, if we don't have anyone to bring to, then we may want what to just doing? kill him. Uh, just, I am in favor of taking one of our speaking stones and sticking it in his pocket and turning him over to Meta and then listening to what he's saying. I'm not in favor I've, of letting those speaking stones out of our possession. I think we could cast a ritual that accomplishes that. They are that so goal. valuable, I don't want to lose Okay, them. well, if we can cast a ritual that does that, then we can do that, too. Yeah. I'll look it up. 
But if there's a way that we can listen in on what they say to him after we're not there anymore, yeah, I think that would be pretty good. Would be good. Or even what there are a variety of magics that can accomplish such a thing. Isn't scrying basics covered? The scrying category basically has every ritual of that type. Yeah. Let's set up here. Let's set up a good scry. Set a good scry. Yeah. And meanwhile, can we get on just to crazy? our spiritual eagles and start heading back? Uh, I'd like to figure out what we're going to do first, and we can cast it here depending on what the ritual is. Scrying's kind of rather than having to do it really quick, like. Oh shit, here comes Maida. Oh. We got like a, a day of travel though. <laughs> Just to let you guys know, all the scrying rituals work very similar. They, the different yeah. rituals have different sorts of um, powers of how far they can go, where they can go, where you can put them. But all of them do the same sort of thing, which is they put a scrying sensor where you're trying to scry. And a scrying sensor is kind of like a little shimmer of light, which can be noticed by someone. Basically, a uh, it's a their perception check. Against your arcana check. There's no, there's nothing scrying that implies spying on people in, in the way that you're mentioning. Unless he was undead, then there's gravesite. But uh, um, well, undead. No, but you said you wanted to like watch in on a meeting, right? There yeah, are lots, there's yeah. lots of scrying rituals. Well, we, we, we can't do anything specifically. Yeah, like we, we can't like make a stone to go Maybe on the guy. Aren't good enough. Okay. Um, Brennan says we need to. So, view location allows you to scry a location that you've previously visited. So, if you knew where a meeting was going to take place, you can scry that. Um, and That's right, dude. I know person, you can say, if you know a specific individual, isn't that one of them? You can use magic map to show the location of a creature on a map so you can see where someone's going without having well, we to actually going, watch though. them. Could be you don't care at all. Um, it might be useful to see where you can observe an area within off, 20 right? squares, no line of sight needed. So you can stand outside of the building uh, where it is, and you can just observe through a wall. That's nice. um, you can inhabit the body of a non seriously magically warded. You can inhabit the body of a non-hostile animal, such as a fruit fly, um, that would have yes. certain sort of weird stealthy things. <laughs> Wouldn't be very stealthy, but despair. I really appreciate. Uh, you can also observe your current location mm-hmm. as it was a certain number of hours ago. Are you ago. saying that we should do any of these things? No, no. You well, you said none of these would apply to what you're talking about. I just wanted, in case my descriptions weren't, I read the whole okay, thing. Okay. So were I know any of those? Was anyone interested in any of those that you mentioned? Yeah, those, those yeah. Are a couple options. Yeah. That last one might be interesting about the shack. Let's see what was going on a number of hours ago. In yeah. the shack, he's probably just waiting for us there. Could be, could be not. He had those ritual books. Okay, but you guys were know. so eager on leaving. Now, now we're talking about staying here for a while and casting these rituals. So, no, the ritual just, takes like ten minutes. Yeah, just figure out. Okay. Um, basically, do, okay, do we want to do the the animal thing, or like said, you know, a fly or a or a mouse or something goes in there? Um, I kind of like. How long does it take to get back? It's a, it's a day journey, half day journey. Plus like it, it takes a while, but it's, I mean, we're. Well, it was tricky because we were following land points in. Couldn't we potentially just pick a straight line and go that way to get out? I think so, but I mean, you know where the straight line is. <laughs> well, she knows her directions because we're underneath the ground here. Mm-hmm. Go east or something. Once I get above the ground, though, I'm useless. <laughs> Do we? Um... Yes, but I mean, here in the here in the spell plague, she. I know. I, I'm sorry, I'm, I missed that last thing. Ignore me. Um. The uh, okay, so would you guys rather be an animal, be near the place, and spy in using the within twenty squares thing? Um, I think the actual no reason we couldn't do. I both. don't want to be an animal. Do uh, I think that's a good point. Hugh, you're pretty stealthy, right? Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> you little stealth scribe action. 
I don't think there's any reason we couldn't do both. We couldn't. Why can't we send Hugh in or whoever as an ant or something like that, crawling around on the ground while we're still hanging out outside yeah. the palace Let's do that. or the, okay. the whatever, listening? And it's just an in case because Isn't if that they twice walk as off, much opportunity he can't to get chase after them as an ant. Does and the person who is doing the scrying have to be? I'm not asking. You know, does uh, can we use the scrying ritual thing to have him be in the body of an ant, or does it have to be the casting? Remember, we've we've made it sort of just okay. rituals yeah. are kind of so you can all participate. You can all participate in any way. Then let's um let's do those two. I think actually, can I on the map thing would be good to see where he's taken to make to make a note. Just keep in mind we're in a very magical place. People with this level of magic probably have a pretty good sense of like looking out for that kind of magic. Well, I'm not saying don't do it, but what I'm saying is the more magic we use to spy on someone is the more chances they have to catch us. Well, I say you're great right. if they figure out that we're scrying on Sir Dramon and they get pissed and they're like, "Oh, don't say anything else." Well, that's kind of a big or. Or no. they they do this whole thing and and are lying, knowing that we're watching them. Is the other? I mean, could it could go a lot of ways. I, I hear what you're I, saying. I, I hear what you're saying. I feel I, like I just need. To, I know that you guys will do what you want to do. We? So go ahead. Should but, we? No, I agree. I would run just, the stealthiest of all the options. The problem it sounds like way to put it. it sounds like there's no <laughs> none of them are like the true stealth scry. It sounds yeah. like there's a pretty. I mean. There is risk in all things. Well, the regular scrying rituals are all your arcana check, like, plus five, and that's what they have to roll perception to get. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um... And they would have to go active perception if they're suspicious, otherwise you use their passive perception. Yeah. Well, then do we want to do just the two things, or... I like what he's idea about checking this place out. See Keep in mind, uh, the forbiddance ritual, which is the be-all and end-all of stopping scrying, is a level 20 ritual. It is exceptionally wow. powerful magic. Very few people in the world are capable of doing that sort of thing. Yeah. So, Make um, it slow. Ren's close. Getting there. He's been boning up his skills. <laughs> Wasn't there that one ritual that, like, when we use in the prison, though? Like, make a bubble people can't hear inside uh, and things like that? Silence. It just makes you quieter. <laughs> like, the scrying sensor were inside that, it wouldn't matter. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I, I'm down to check this shack out for how many hours beforehand. Yeah. I would really, it'd be, it'd be awesome to know if this guy was working with anybody. And if they were around him before he needed the whole spell play. Do we want to talk to him anymore, or are we just kind of write him he's off? He's probably get, just going to be casting that. I think we're going to hang on to him. He's, he's passed out. He passed himself out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll stay with him. You guys <laughs> cast this ritual thing. Okay. I'll stay with him with let's my hammer like this. Yeah, let's do that. Let's wait in here until people are kind of comfortable. We can go out. After only about an hour of waiting, the landscape long. shifts so quickly outside that uh, that much of the cavernous, you know, gaps left by the purple worm. It's purple worm, right? Yeah. Left by the purple worm have fused back together and it is solid ground once again, leaving it uh, safe to step out of the So that's why you never see room. tons of yeah, right? carvings all over the place. It just fills in. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting ecosystem. Uh, going over to... Or... And he is still just knocked out. He's breathing... But uh, unconscious. Uh, so Colvin goes over to inspect this house as they are preparing to do a ritual. And 
I guess, uh, I mean, does anyone else want to assist on this, or is it something that I should just roleplay? The check here just determines how many hours back you can view, but you can view any point in that time. Okay. So, uh... Um, so what's the... Is it Arcana? It is... I don't have the keys. What level is the ritual? Do you know this ritual? I... Oh, that's true. Right. The view location is. Oh, I, it doesn't say. Well, he at least goes out and. It's called. No, it's level view location, 14. it's a level 14. Never mind. Looks like we don't have it. He goes around at least looks for anything of interest in the oh, shack. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Evidence, Brent, Brent will go with you. No, view location is not it. You guys gotta actually read it. Oh. Uh, it's not? Nope. Observe your current location as it was hours ago. It's called Inquisitive oh, Eyes. It's cool. level 8. Sweet, you do have it. Check it out, Hugh, still. Well, Hugh first goes over and see if there's anything of note around uh, well, mundane so ones anyway. is pretty close, though. But not in the past. Only in the past. Oh. 33. No. Brandis is covering. Excuse me, 43. I think there's something on Aurora's mind. What was Hugh doing? What was Hugh doing? <coughs> uh, Hugh is looking for just regular mundane things in the area of the shack. Tracks... Ah. If there was anyone present there besides Sir Dramon, if maybe his activity there, like pacing things or anything like that in the room, or any items left behind. With the uh, fantastic role, with um, with the constantly shifting terrain makes it you know almost impossible to, to track someone through this area here. But he can be um, he can be reasonably certain that you know nothing's been here in the last hour while you guys were inside with the door shut. Um, you know, no one has come by here to to check it out. Uh, it seems that, that Not a Sir Dramon was acting place. alone in this particular yeah, mission. Yeah. Okay. Unless you are a He wasn't expecting to find much. And, you know, kind of feeling also for vibrations. Doesn't seem like a purple worm is nearby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank Great. God. Also important. However, a blue worm is. You start making progress on tracks, but Brennis helping just stomps all over the tracks. Creates all the tracks. I think they went... <laughs> oh, Sorry. I was right there a second ago. Well, the ground here, I mean, it's like trying to track someone through a puddle. Yeah, it's like it just kind of switch And Brandis is making it harder uh, by splashing. So is there a... a what's the the uh, skill that you have to roll for the... It's Arcana, and it's a number of hours ago, no greater than your Arcana check. Woo! Okay. So, so well, just do a straight-up check is a number of hours back. And you want to... Uh, I can do it, but aren't you the one that's role-playing it? Yeah, uh, so I need to roll it. Well, I'll just roll figure play. out, I mean, you don't have to do an arcade That's fine. Check. You can do uh, so He still needs your roll to know. Okay. Well, I thought the way that we are doing this is that he can just pick something and describe. So he goes, yes, I focused all of my runes, and he did like a perception check on it or something like that. It should still be the same key skill all listed right. in the ritual. All right, so 38. Nice. 38 uh, hours ago. So, yeah, Colbin gingerly takes off his leg wrappings that Aurora gave him, stepping onto the barren land, and immediately kind of a wave of nausea kind of rolls over him. But as he kind of, like, trudges into the house, kind of, uh, kind of Hugh, he speaks with Hugh a second, who indicated that he wasn't really able to, uh, wasn't able to kind of see much given the shifting terrains. And Colman kind of moves over uh, to the entry of the door and gets down on his, on his hands and knees, and you see kind of once again like the, the, his hands and uh, kind of skin begin to melt a little bit the earth, and then 
after a moment of focus, you see just layers of the earth peel back. And, like, it's almost as if kind of, like, peeling a banana, like, skins keep getting removed, removed, and it looks like he's, like, digging, but it's not because the level of the earth isn't changing. And what you see is the earth kind of refreshing itself and it's almost kind of rolling back, like, time that the earth kind of, like, states that the earth has kind of... Uh, uh, existed in in the last kind of several hours. So as as the hours, 38 hours kind of roll back in time, Hugh stands there watching the tracks that have been there for the past 38 hours and gives him the opportunity to see if there's been anything else or anyone else standing. And you see so Dramon's tracks kind of like show up and walk around the room a little bit and then another layer peels back and those are gone and, and this process happens for the next for 38 hours. Does Hugh see indications of any anyone else walking around? You see Sir Dramon. You see a shark. In his full armor. In, this is inside the, the, the hut, right? And can see him uh, reading from a ritual book and in, in front of his, uh, you know, in front of his dragonborn eyes you can see that he's kind of looking into sort of a projection of vision and you can see that he is moving around a scrying sensor really far away uh, for he can, uh, he is using the far sight ritual to scry out, and it allows you to see out as far as your eyes can see, and basically see from that point, from a scrying sensor, and you can see he is watching all of you through this vision, and seeing you travel through the plague lands, and throughout this time, you can see that he's watching you, uh, on the entire journey, as it also does confirm that you guys had just gone kind of way out, and just sort of doubled back and turned around, presumably um, to give him plenty of time to Aww. get where he is. So that's not going to take his ass. Back. I mean, hadn't pretty, thought of that. Pretty trip. Very well. Satisfied that he played his trick and did it well. Perhaps it is time to move on. Now, <sighs> it's a trick of our own. But that's it, so. Trick or treat. He's just sitting there watching the entire time. So then as soon as we show up, it shows him say, come inside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, and then going back far enough, <coughs> uh, because of this check, you're able to, you know, kind of look back and see him first arriving to this place as uh, the shack is already there. It's just this sort of made up thing. And um, you can see him wave his hands over the pools of Spellfire as you see it sort of manif- manifest into uh, flames. Uh, the, the flames that had come out as then they sink back down in. It appears that he is preparing the trap that he had set for you. Space, no one can hear you scry. No woman knows cry. So the shack had been there longer than 38 hours now? Yeah, it's like it doesn't move, it doesn't get broken with the with the shifting sands. Boys. It must be its own weird little landmark. Big girls. The cardboard shack next to the purple hill. Yeah, he didn't put it there. Perhaps they have used it before. That's unfortunate. Well, wow. Let's cry another day. All right, come on. <laughs> and I was crying when I met you. Now I'm scrying to forget you. Live and let's cry. Come on, come on, come on. Um. All right, let's head back to uh, to Meta. Yeah. And uh, potentially. Uh, <laughs> so crying around. Alienate our one trusting uh, 
and get our and get our marker removed. Of the world. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 from the city. If the she gets pissed at us, oh, we no. can't use our weapons. Remember that. I'm just saying, I don't like the situation we're in, but it is definitely the only thing we've got. Like, pick a card. There's one. There's one, and it's a bad one. So, um... The thought does occur to you that the only thing that allows you to use your weapons in there is Mage's Mark, no. which, as you Locked understand, it can be removed. At will, trivially. So attacking Mana would be fruitless. Sort of. Um, Unless we can get Ren to fake one. Remember, it seemed like they had to... I mean... I don't no, know, sneaking our stuff in. I mean, there's always punching oh, and listening, yeah. but... I don't know, I'm just saying, like... Ignoring it, it tactfully? It, well, it was made you. pretty clear that it would be very easy to find out if it's a fake or not. No, it was actually made uh, pretty clear to you and given you an actual contact of where to go to possibly learn how to do this when you investigated. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember I, that. Yeah, you asked about it, and the guy had and pointed I did, you in a direction. I didn't <coughs> follow that because I thought it was going to be pretty... I thought it was... Well, you rolled a great check, and a guy pointed you in the direction to go. You just happened to follow up with that. Well, Ren changes his mind and says, well, that's a possibility. That's true. Um, Brandon says, mighty. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes ingenuity can hide a weapon even from a spell, um, such as this stupid document thing. Documents. Documents. Um, and uh, Randis shows you, and uses on himself, uh, Morgens Instant Summons? Myrgens? He can't remember the name, as you guys know. He forgets lots of things. Um, it's the ritual that uh, binds one weapon, shield, or implement, I believe, to you. You can summon in a minor action. Maybe the document thing would still uh, mess it up, but... Well, the documents turn them ethereal. Insubstantial. Yes, but I mean, if the weapon is stored in a demiplane, I think it'd be at least worth a shot. Brandis is hiding his sword in his cape. Is that how that works? It's stored in a demiplane? Yeah. I thought... Oh, well, you can summon the weapon from wherever from, it is. Yeah, wherever it's right off. So, now oh, so if we hit it somewhere. Right. I see. So basically, But you yeah. do also know that the uh, without authorization from your documents, it also... Um, it affects your hand. It prevents you hand. from uh, using... Whatever weapons. you're holding. Yeah, we use it now. Brandis is using it now. Oh, and then the minor action, I don't know if that's using our shoulder or not. It seemed like it was just expending the charge. Yeah, it's possible that expanding the charge will be blocked. You don't know much about it because you, I mean, you guys true. didn't try to break. Brandis the doesn't know anything about Arcana, so any information you're giving me, I am actively forgetting because it's <laughs> in character to do so. Brandis in Whiteout. Brandis is doing it um, because I I hope that we don't have to use this. Yeah, but um, get it done. You know something? If my sword is trapped in a demi plane. That's as good as being ethereal, so... Poor Ushehi. Oh, no. Ushehi's excited. Ushehi's become Ushehi the wolf spider. Hidden. I was thinking strike. Ushehi got put in a closet. No, no, it's the... See you later! Wolf spider closet. Don't okay, say that so loud, you'll make Ushehi mad. Just oh, what happened with that? What are you doing with Sir Jammin? We lost control. Well, meanwhile, we're bringing him back. We Now we know which way he took, maybe it won't take us quite as long to get back. Is he still all tied up, too? Yes, because I'm not. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, that doesn't. It would be hard to carry him back, but are we going to try to do anything in terms of getting him in the city other than bring him in unconscious? 
I think. And well, what are we bound. doing, like, plan-wise with him? Clearly, we had gotten indication from him that the Order of the Blue Fire has some sort of nefarious plans going on. What are we doing next with that? Well, we, I think we're going to deliver him to Meta. Hopefully we can get him into the city and, like, to her without causing a huge And ruckus. she'll, like, interrogate him, or what? Well, the idea is then we, like, we scry on that conversation to see if she's involved. But she or, might give us, I mean... Hopefully she can just, like, give us revealing information that she's still on her side yeah. right away. If she's but if she involved, says, you guys have to leave, then we scry. Yeah. If she's if she's not involved, uh, well, then, I mean, she can help we us get, plan get the next answer. move. Like, there's two things going on here, clearly. Maybe tied together... Maybe not. Yeah. The bottom line is I think that we need to get him in there. Maybe we just put him in a bag Monday night. Now, obviously, it'll be obvious we have someone with us, but it seems like as soon as we flash the, hey, we have um, permission from Meta, and yeah, we have, we're super yeah, investigators. Um, I don't know Meta's really going to help us out too much, because like the last time we went and asked for help, she was like, I'm hiring you to investigate. Why are you asking me what to do? No, I don't want to ask her what to do. We're giving, we're reporting back information. Yeah, like yeah. we did we're last time, like she told us to do. The yeah. high leader of the Order of the Blue something-something um, is being compromised. He's been under control of... Yeah. The, the Sharn is the reveal. And Just so she'll saying, probably say, hey, this guy was in cool, what are you going to do about it? Um, I mean, as long as she <laughs> does. <laughs> if, that's, that's great. Okay, that's, that's great if she does. Then we'll Should be like, we let her know we know about the Sharn right away, though? Until we um, know what her loyalty is. I think are. at least gauge her reaction with, well, I think we might have to drop that as soon, because then she's going to be like, what are you doing with this guy? I don't believe well, you. Look, we, we could tell about the ambush and be like, well, why do you think she, if she says, well, why, why the ambush? Yeah. Then we can be like, it's possessed. We cut him off yeah. from his shard buddies. Um, the bottom line is, uh, if we don't take him to Meta, I don't know what our There's other no other are. option. There's no other option. I agree we should take him to Meta. I'm just not sure how much. We should. I think we need just, to be, just I think we out. need to be prepared to let her know. About oh, absolutely! It should be an option, but I just, I just think maybe, you know, if if there's something to be gotten from her, she won't volunteer that if she's been compromised. The second we blurt out Sharn, that may be, oh, yeah. that may not help us. If if she's a, well, let's go talk to her. We'll hold back well, on Sharn. Rather than make it overly complex. Are we suspecting Meta at the moment? I thought we were suspecting everybody. Yeah. I know we are, but, but we talked to her before, and so far she's been pretty trustworthy. I mean, I don't really, I don't suspect her that much. I agree with Dan, like, she's our only real contact, so, like, we have to kind of go about trusting her until we have a question. Now, the only reason her, her suspect level seems to have jumped up is because this guy had a really nefarious spell scar thing Prince going says, on. Right, Listen, she's we trusted Meta, we trusted this guy, and he backstabbed us, tried to ambush him, so we took him out. Meta does the same thing, we'll deal with her. Okay. But we, pony. but we gotta go, and we gotta with what lay our cards on the table. I know, but so we're, are we I mean, doing we the whole enough. scrying, <laughs> okay. we're gonna go track down, and like, I think we and try and, listen? We try and talk to her, um, and right. give her this, and just, and see what she has to say, um, if she says, alright, now leave me alone to talk to this man... Then we you know, you could use your um, that ritual for that, then, if you really want to. Like, are you a member of this blue floor? It might thing? give a bad impression, but I could certainly... Let me just ask her straight up. like, so... But she is a member of the blue, the, the Order. No. She was friendly with <laughs> yeah. it. They oh, helped her a little bit was... when she was a kid, but she was not Which is a totally... I mean, which could be a totally legitimate, you know, explanation. Could like, be true, too. If she got a spell scar and... 
you know, they would be the guys together. I didn't know there was a helped out. difference between being part of the order and just being friendly I mean, with it. Yeah, it's like I think sir, there are some people we, who we, work for it and yeah, like spend a lot, the majority of their time there, there and then there be. are people yeah, who I, just I, know. I'm it saying is. she could be honest and trustworthy. She could not be. Right. I think Where's those are our first only options. Stop and be the master. Where the are you going directly? <laughs> I said Maybe yeah, Ellis. Well, the gates first. There's nothing like, um, else to go well, to. Obviously, the gates. But in through the front gate and it's going straight to Meta. I don't think, unless people thought we should go to one of her brothers first. <laughs> I don't if, think if, we have any reason to trust one any more the other. than Meta. One of them's a jerk, and the Is other if, one because we do has have other Stoyla. contacts in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's worth. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> worth discussing if someone thinks that no. Meta is less mm-hmm. trustworthy. Meta is still the best bet between the three of them. I don't see what the other opinion. two could would do anyway. If we did, I, I don't see each them of them going. I don't see either of them authority. going. Ah, thank you so each much. Each of them seems to have authority and power within the city. Yeah, they no, do. I think going to either one of them first compromises our situation with Meta. Yeah, and whereas the other going to Meta first doesn't hurt us. Yeah, with Meta, I would go with that. Sure, <clears throat> I see wisdom in this. And you guys want to see how to hide a weapon in your cloak? It's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't I like be... having my weapon anywhere outside of my field of vision, so I'm not putting it in any demi plane. Do you always hold your hammer like Right about here, yeah. Colbin. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Impressed <laughs> by Brandis's feigned know-how. Put that in your cloak. <laughs> Brandis. <clears throat> just, just for my clarity. Done. What kind of weapon does he have? Big hammer. Okay, it is a big hammer. Yeah, great. Sure. Okay. I drew it like it that. I wanted to make sure I was not. A, we were a little confused because mechanically he's got something. Mechanically, mechanically, it's a glaive. Chisel. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were trying to help her. I'm pretty sure he described it as a hammer. Yeah. And I looked yeah. up the character sheet. And I'm like, well, I was gonna make it a glaive, and then you described it as a hammer. And I'm like. Hammers makes more sense. Why fight it? Yeah, right. Hammer really seems like his weapon. Hammer? No, 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 and then they were like, a hammer's like weapon. Like well, anyway, now like, so oh, sorry to he's got a hammer. It was a slave hammer. Let's move forward. You guys are returning to. <laughs> Ren's not opposed to having his. He's like, eh, we could try that. Out. So, I think it's good for a lot of situations. Other than this. I love that they're all in Brandis' escape. So Aurora's. <laughs> Brandis is holding Ren's dagger as well. If that's okay with Brandis, sure. I mean, you can tie it to yourself. One man armor. I'm also okay with Another this. title for Brandis. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just gonna show you guys how to hide it, but he's okay carrying your stuff. It's cool. Ready for it? As, uh, as... Better hope Brandis... After Ren gives it to him, the thought occurs to him, too, like, huh, I could have just held on to that, but I'm going to save face and not say anything now. <laughs> he can hold on to it for the time being. He just keeps his bow. He doesn't hide anywhere. Ren's kind of cocky. Having the idea that it's stuck in some horrible abyss thing, it's like, great, now I don't have my bow when I need it. Because it'll probably stop working the minute I need it. Let me tell you, (laughs) in this campaign, it's very hard to come across a great bow. (laughs) (laughs) Ren is fairly cocky and is pretty sure he can still take people out without his dagger. How are you guys traveling back to the Internet? The Eagles! The Eagles! The Eagles! Turkey, vulture, sparrows. Let's let someone Spur- else do a check Spur- to see what they are. It's Spurgles? a nature check, though. No need to waste time with all of them. Well, we, we go after the Spurgles. The Spurgles will fly us there. Yes. Don't worry. As you mount up on your uh, sort of spiritual eagle... Sparrow. Sparrow. Sparrow, turkey, eagle, sparrow. Um, you kept thinking of different birds. <laughs> you find that... Uh, you find that the trip back is... 
considerably faster than it took to get to this location. Kind of getting your bearings, having seen what Sir Draman had seen through the far sight, you can uh, you get a more lay of the land here, and you realize you know how what an inefficient route you had taken, just a big huge circle mm-hmm. almost. And uh, it was like right between left. Aurora and Zahar, <laughs> you're able to head straight back to Deep Mascar, and it's a mere two-hour flight. What a bushwhack. Uh, flying above the ground, you find that the um, you're able to avoid <laughs> most of the sort of anomalies in the spell plague that normally slow you down and such. Although there are some bits, even in the air, that you just floating, almost small earth most sort of move by as almost, Damn. not meteors, but, you know. <laughs> the equivalent, the Underdark spell plague equivalent. Yeah, the Underdark spell plague equivalent of flying, flying through a little uh, nasty meteor swarm. It's a very unique trip, it sounds like. And as you fly through, you finally cross the threshold, leaving the Plague Lands for the first time since entering here. Now you've gotten a break from breathing the air, both in the Exodus Knife place and in the Solus Bowl, but um, now you are truly out of it and breathing the nice, uh, oppressive, almost damp air of the regular Underdark. (laughs) Delicious. It's like Brenda's he'll take it. Sweet, oh, breezy. 10% more mushroom spores. Spores, mm. yeah, exactly. Spory. We're breeding mushrooms as we speak. Um, the mushroom lung is a disease. People Do we have any, any problem uh, reaching the city? And I mean, are we, should we cast a ritual of seeming on our friend? Ah, no, let's, let's, let's... I mean, it, it is what I it is. I say put him and gag him and tie him up and say, yes, we have a prisoner. It's part of our investigation. I'm so sorry. I think that that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's just yeah. going the mundane route. Unless someone thinks there is a vast no. superior arcane... No. Oh. I think that's a good idea. <coughs> it's like a little portal thing. <laughs> Arriving at the front gate of Deep Mascar. This is a welcome sight after the uh, horrible pedals. The horrible only relative landscape no. of the poor guys. Plague lands. The poor guys. The guards there immediately ask documents <laughs> which you show and has quite high authority. Uh, as you know, it indicates to the guards here and to anyone that asks that you are doing the investigation and that you have authority from Meta herself. And uh, they see your prisoner, and upon asking... Yeah. Oh, uh, they see your prisoner. They ask the prisoner? No, they, they, what do they ask, ask about the prisoner. Oh. Really? They say, and what is this? Um, we are on a special investigation for uh, Meta. We are we are going to see her. He says, and what is this? And he points to the prisoner over your shoulder. She says, it's a dragonborn. Can we Person go now? He says, injured. Arrested. Arrested. Hey, you never said he was a prisoner. You just, oh. You're yes. just like, we're just carrying a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Give information a little bit of time. They say, okay, and let you in. So arrested. He's so arrested. House arrested. Yeah. At his own house. By a house. By a house arrested. You draw a lot of attention walking through here. (laughs) It's obvious for you. You have him hooded. Yes. 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 Oh, shit. (laughs) This is not. Okay. 
We'll just keep walking. Just you turn a lot of heads. Don't as even look walk at them. Through, oh. and you see that he's not a mascar either. He's a dragonborn. Yeah, he's dragonborn. They yeah. can't tell you. I'm hooded. Wait, it's Brandis a giant monster man. I guess they can actually tell from his body. Brandis is carrying him. That's like he's not conscious, right? We're not. No, he's not conscious. Did he regain conscious? He never regained consciousness. Okay. Oh. Oh no! I hope he's okay. Traveling through the city, you find that what uh, tenseness there was in the city has only grown worse since you left. It's been two days. Uh, no, because you made less time pass in the solar Bowl. So it's been it's been like three quarters of a day since you left, and it definitely seems it's like only getting worse. Uh, the problems here have escalated. People are even more on edge. You see people walking around holding their wands out. As if to wow. ready to uh, defend themselves and turning a lot of heads as you guys walk through, holding a prisoner over your shoulder. It is obviously a dragonborn, which you get the feeling is the only reason that people wouldn't just attack immediately uh, just attack you on sight for even having one of their Ooh. own. For you know how they uh, are suspicious of outsiders. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry. It's, uh, it's just some foreigners. Getting we saw mean people with throw other down foreigners. and kill each other in the street, like. Eighteen Twice. hours ago. Yeah, two times. <laughs> like battle. Let's let's murder. Hustle our and no one seems to care. Feet. The yeah. border. Well, I think they're of a societal collapse. As you walk through, you see that the yeah. area on both sides, leading to the reclamist friendly area and leading to the isolationist friendly area, has a straight up front line. Uh, uh, what appear to be soldiers just sort of standing and blocking entry into their areas. It seems that uh, there's some sort of, you know, there's there's a standoff going on. They're not they're not face to face. This is often their own areas, but they are not even letting people in to uh, their areas of the city. They're self-proclaimed areas of the city. Yeah. Luckily, the palace which you are headed to is straight through and not through the front lines. Yeah. In, uh, what does seem like the neutral territory. <laughs> okay. Gotta yeah. shop. And as you pass up the stairs, you ask for your documents one more time, pass through easily. And presently, you arrive <coughs> in Meta's quarters. Her quarters? Or her office. Her, her office. Okay. I'm just wondering Chambers. if we showed up in her bedroom. Hey, what's up? Dragonborn. Chambers, yeah, I guess that's what you'd call them. Yeah. Like a sweet. When Hello, you walk in, she Mika. looks surprised as she sees this prisoner over your shoulder and she says, What do you have there? What? And she's just kind of stumbling over her words as she stands up to see what's going on. And she says, What do you have to report? Uh, Fling the dragonborn down on you. <laughs> Prince does so. Thank you. It's not very often that Aurora gets in prison. It's a loud thud. Dragonborn are heavy. His name is Sir Dramon. Perhaps you've heard of him. He's a high knight. Of the I know Sir Dramon. What have you... Is he injured? And she just reaches down and starts pulling off the hood. It's complicated. He kind of did that to himself. We really need to speed up the we're not attacking people kind of thing. Um, yeah. Don't worry. Says he ambushed us after leading us on a ruse. A goose chase. Into the plaguelands. He had summoned monsters. She said, he, he tried to kill you. Definitely. Yes. No doubt about it. So there's pretty good chance he was behind the ambush at the uh, crime scene as well. Well. Well, considering 
those were other spell-plagued individuals. Are yeah. related to... Yeah. Some information has come up which casts the uh, the Order of Blue Fire in a very unfavorable light. You see her stop and think for a moment. She says, yes, yes, this makes sense. It does? She says, our investigations have, uh, since you left, pointed us in this direction, and this confirms what we feared. She says, he will be put on trial immediately. And feels like we have to He's do... being led. Well, they were we pretty... We mentioned the Sharn. Geeks me on the RJ. Why? Uh, Coben said, there are other investigators. I thought it was only us. For she says, you were called anonymity. from the outside for, for to get an impartial look from, uh, from the drawing board, as you say. To... Uh, to sort of corroborate and verify what our people have found. She says, we needed somebody from the outside to make sure that it was... Fair and balanced? No one was biased by their own political views. And you have been a great help. So we are done? She says, yes, he will be put on trial immediately, as is our custom. Uh, he says, this is, gr- this is good. Mike looks around to... We don't know if he was connected to the murder of the prince. She says, our own investigators have uh, have the evidence that we need. It will be up like to, to the evidence and the judges to determine. Insight check, super lie power. Activate, yes? Can I do that now? Um, it does take some time to uh, to activate, so you basically want to keep her talking as you kind of you know channel keep her talking, your, boys. Channel your um, well, you can do an insight can check. Can I tell if she's just up. lying in general, just yeah. so I know whether or not yeah, I should do be doing check. this? I mean, <laughs> a thirty. Um, we have reason to believe that Sir Dramon may not be the brains behind this investigation. Or not, or no. You get sort of mixed readings from her. You get the feeling that she is kind of just trying to, to uh, hasten, hasten your, um, your leaving. You know, she's trying to get you guys to leave, but it's not quite clear to you if it's because um, she's just tired of you or annoyed with you. I mean, things her, are getting crazy in the city. Her exact <laughs> motives. She's busy. It, she yeah, it could be that really uh, clearly there's some sort she's of uh, like, if you called it before the brink of civil war, you would call this like. The precipice, yeah. you know, like brink of the precipice. You're on the way down. You the Civil hit the War, bottom. yeah, it just hasn't hit the bottom yet, uh, and so the fuse has been lit. Red, uh, that's good. Yeah, it seems like now the fuse has been lit on the Civil War. So, and Ren, Ren says, "Well, our our uh, our investigation is not yet complete. What information do you have that links this man to the?" She says, "It is no longer your concern." Colton says. Then now you have some information for us? Uh, that was the deal, right? You were going to help us with the throne. Ren says, excuse me for being forward, but in the interest of impartiality, uh, were you to be one of the guilty party, you could just tell us that this was done. Perhaps you should get all of your brothers together and we can discuss this. She says, the methods of our people for determining who is guilty is our own and is not your concern. I hired you to bring extra information, and your job is now done. It is not your concern if uh, 
who the who the guilty parties are, it is not even your concern what the results of the trial are now. You are then, through here. Then you wouldn't mind if we went and discussed our findings with your brothers. She says, you are no longer under my employ. Your actions here in the city will be bound by our regular rules. And you see her put up her hand as you can feel the burning in your, uh, the sigils in your hands. We still have the visiting for... Yeah, you feel you feel the, the yeah. kind of burning in your hands as the uh, as the sigils are changing, as you have felt multiple times in this city. What is what do you want to do, Aurora? Has she been talking long enough for me to finish my uh, ritual? Uh, detect lie. Oh, and she's about to turn off our ritual usage. Yeah, I kind of want to do this like now. <laughs> well, let's, let's, no, 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 we, we still. No, let, we, let's use that when we ask her about the throne of Omanon. Like that's what we well, especially we don't want her to lie. Yeah, she, she turns it off. She's saying that she's removing your. Um, yeah, she was the only reason why we were able to use our weapons. You and can't rituals. use our regular being in town. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you saying. Okay, well, yeah, might as well use it. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that she is <clears throat> removing the. Um, what was it called? The document authorization. <laughs> Word. It's a good word. When someone vouches for you, that sponsorship. You know, sponsorship. That oh, was nice. And she is removing the sponsorship from your. I have a higher sponsorship from your documents that, uh, which is what allowed you to have your weapons and use of your rituals. And Aurora can feel it moving away as she can tell that it is going to restrict her ability to do what she Ugh. wants. But you did get her kind of as Ren had asked her about this. Yeah, kind of went on and on about how. This isn't your concern. It has given Aurora just enough time to expend this. Make okay. sure you mark the healing search. I will mark it right now. Bing. Mark, mark, mark. Marky mark. Yeah. Another healing surge goes by. Good times. So you and your insight plus your religion? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, do I roll it's a religion ridiculous. check? It's basically... You use a healing service to get an automatic success. Do I roll the religion check? You roll both the insight check okay. and the religion check. So I'll roll the religion two. first. Yeah, you roll the religion. That's so I know what my bonus apply is. to all your insight checks during the five minutes. She rolled a critical. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So describe... Yeah, go ahead and... De- you gotta describe this. Her eyes go... This... Yeah, actually, this was really close. Um... That would be hardcore if her just her eyes flashed white and her voice like dropped an octave. Yes, well, the, her voice doesn't drop an octave, but you it's suddenly layered uh, with like it's as, it's as if the same voice were speaking with like slightly different intonations. So at the at the at the same time, uh, but she's not really speaking right now. She's just uh, focuses, and her eyes actually go completely white. And they're glowing kind of whitely, very very similar to Heptos's and actually Daemon's as well. This kind of like ethereal glow, and you see the dragon um, behind her is actually kind of spread its wings a little bit more and has kind of started to almost get a little bit larger and a little bit more foreboding as she stares at Meta, uh, getting an incredible bonus to her insight. She has a forty-one. Uh, just to her base, yes. uh, with whatever she adds to her uh, her uh, insight, which would be a twenty-five on top of that. Sixty-six. I thought so, you got a your religion check to your. Oh, sorry, thirty. So you got a thirty-four. Thirty-four bonus. plus twenty-five. So Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. I nice. see all things past and her. present. 
Oh, it's basically just it's a bonus to your insight check. What are you using your insight to do? Tell us about this on the bow or not. That's my bow. That's my bow. You have mere seconds while this ritual will still have effect before yeah, it will two be questions. cut off from two her. Two questions? Greg said we have two questions. No, no, that's when you have the full five minutes. She is cutting off your access to rituals you have. Okay, well then let's let's make sure everyone uh, is able agrees to... Agrees on it. Yeah, agrees. Unless you have something you, you personally want to do. Basically, you have one unbelievable use of insight. Yeah. What are you Throwing trying, to, what are you trying like, to learn with this Like Lane said, in my opinion, we're not here for them, we're here for us. If the whole place yeah. burns down when I walk away, like... I think, uh, I think you're on the right track. Um, Aurora can't do it. She's, she's a justiciar. She has to follow justice to the end, and she I mean, says... wrath is a bigger evil. Justiciars. Did, did you Bahamas kill Bahamas. your brother? That's <laughs> what <laughs> she asked? Yep. She doesn't even answer as she continues to remove it, but Aurora, describe her seeing into her very Oh my god! I don't know what I see. No, I mean, describe just kind of the sensation of basically just it's almost like reading her mind. Maybe not the what, but It's vision, actually. It's not like reading someone's mind. It's what she sees is actually the the essence of a person. She She's penetrated the visual and has gone straight to the spiritual. So what she sees in front of her is actually this person as they truly are. At the at the very essence of their being. As all of you see her just standing there silent, and she just says the words, this is not your concern anymore, and seems to be getting angrier as she's removing the thing. Aurora sees this just spiritual body of Meta just kind of standing there, just maybe an inch in front of her as she just looks Aurora in the eyes and says... Yes. Okay. And then you feel the last, uh, you know, the the burning sensation die off in your hands as you look down, and your weapons are once again ethereal. And as you have, uh, as the sponsorship has been removed, check and your cape. Your um, your weapons and rituals are now uh, impossible to use. I don't know how we're gonna deal with this. We can't fight. Or just says, huh. And, st- and, like, turns to go. Because <laughs> she can't... Yeah. I, I mean, we don't know I can't, anything I can't. You... It does not appear that Meta is aware of Our the information that she's uh-huh. Yeah, yes. that's why Aurora's not, like, acting on it immediately. She's like... Eh. And just, like, starts to walk and, like, gives Brandis the eyes, like... You know, let's go. Hugo, Brandis is a terrible insight. Is that... I might be flirting with you. Swing Nobody knows. your <laughs> weapon at her... <laughs> I'm sorry, go for So, are you then to. When are you going to give us our information that we agreed upon? She looks. I mean, she looks flustered, like she's just frustrated with this entire. Uh, with this entire conversation, and she says. She says, I will come get you. I will look into the information that it was. Explain to me again what it was that you were looking for. Now, now Colbum looks kind of confused. Uh, and he looks to Aurora and Brandis and Ren to kind of explain again to this lady who's acting very bewildering. The what if Aurora was given the like let's yeah, go we, kind of thing? We'll talk about it later. Then, uh, Aurora is, is just suddenly very interested in leaving, uh, which is you know unusual because usually she's yeah. again she you know she'll keep on prodding until you know whatever's That's done true. is done. So if she's if she's saying we need to leave, there's probably a good reason. 
Or at least I, she I, believes I that there's that. a good Brandon's, reason. Brandon's uh, is picking up at least on that much. Brandon can kind of sense that through the ring. Oh, your, your ring is like, pew, 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 pew. The ring made the noise. The ring made the noise of dun dun dun. Sorry, sorry. My ring. It's my ring tone. It's my new ring tone. Dun dun dun. Um, Brennis turns to go and says, "Yeah, we need to take shit. We need to rest. It was very tiring in the playgrounds. Goodbye." Magical, magical bowel movement. Right, right down there. Magical. All items and bowel movements are magical. Colonel still confused me. Says. Then we, we will talk later. We'll talk later. Follows Aurora out. Up we swing, go. swing, swing, off I go. We just need to get out of scry reach of this lady. <laughs> Not possible. Alright, so you guys just kind of to swiftly leave as she was asking, with leaving Sir Dramond there. In the yeah. Whoop, bye Sir Dramond, see ya. <laughs> hmm. We need to contact her brothers. Yeah. Yeah, well, the second we get out of there... And, and hopefully far enough away from her. We're not, like, in the hallway. Sister Aurora's like, she definitely killed him. Are you guys leaving the whole Yeah, the whole, the palace. whole palace. Yeah. You know, she's just like, I've never Brent been as sure about anything else. Check on yourself. Make sure you don't have any little yeah. shiny spots on Yeah, there. no shiny spots. Like, um, hopefully this is, like, so something So then roll a perception check if you're looking around. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, we should. Did the... I mean, if you're actually looking... Yeah, definitely. Sure before I'm gonna, like, blurt out stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, can I yes. do one on myself? I'm, oh, I'm no good at perception. It's not that. necessarily on a person. It could be, like, the area. You're just looking it could be, like, behind that plant. Attached to you. It's just you're looking... There it is! Not very good. 27. 19. You see anything on me? Look at me. What the highest? 32. Oh, God. <laughs> Looking around, I mean, you can see the streets are crowded, and anything that you say could, right now especially could potentially be heard by somebody. <coughs> you don't see any specific scrying sensors around, but um, you get the feeling it's dangerous Test to speak. Test telepathy ritual. You know, you've just learned that the one person that... Yeah. Was on your side is... To- do the ritual or yeah. do the investigation was it all along yeah and you certainly um, so it's in really don't know who to trust let's yeah there, there's, there's no reason a, not to go back to our quarters it's in t- well are we going to try to there's really no reason to go back is that what you said I mean there's no reason not to go back oh that's if okay. I didn't forget him. if I forgot that second negative it was supposed to be a double <laughs> yeah. a communication here telepathic bond allows the party to do we have any way to, to prove what we know to her brother 14 so you don't have it. Yeah. Um, Do we have I'll any way to write prove it what we down. know, brothers? Um, Good old pencil and paper. Definitely <laughs> killed Ilfman. Honestly, it was her intuition. It's you true. trust it. It's not intuition, it's insight. Completely different. Well, they'll definitely believe you then. But we should probably get some evidence. <laughs> uh, well, what? Bahamut is the best possible evidence. Bahamut told me she was lying. Also, we don't she have access to so. rituals or kind weapons anymore. No, that's what I was saying. If Ren can figure out how hey, to... Can you check your cloak really quick and see if our weapons are still there? Ren just kind of take a peek. And for Ren! And takes out... Um, a dagger. Tries to use the charged... Uh, the... the uh, so, yeah, the charge the of, the, of the ritual for Ren's... Expending the ritual does appear to work as you see the dagger form in your hand and then less than a second later it just turns into a ghostly uh, version of itself. Brenda says, 
that I've got about a half a second to kill someone with Uche. <laughs> That's we'll save it for a good use. Summon, clunk. Um, Rez hands get... over the seal dagger and says, Do you want yours back? Let's go get that Cold black says, seal. Have a second. Um, yeah, Coleman, or old is Coleman, not that talkative, still kind of confused, following right now. Just following. Well, Rue's trying to fill you guys in as soon as it's. Cool. Uh, I mean, reasonably safe to do so. I don't think it is what now. It's these... busy streets. Like, well, well like I said, I'm I'm willing to take out some charcoal and a little bit of parchment and just old school write it down, hand it to you. Let's go back to our Coleman. So she communicates to our... it to you as you are walking to your quarters. Cool. Uh, what she has learned, and then you get to your quarters where it is uh, <clears throat> you feel much safer as yes, there are no prying ears around. Okay. Coleman says. Uh, so. If we are to act... Hughes got a pretty high passive perception. Uh, 34. So, while we're in our room, looking for shimmery bits while we're talking. And he's scrying things. Yeah, he was looking around and doesn't uh, doesn't find any. You know, on a first pass, you just keep looking around the uh, the entire time. Does my re-roll... Cohen shakes as he says. He kind of puts up his hands kind of <laughs> in size. He says, I feel like we've got it nowhere. Not at all. We know exactly who killed that guy. And and we know that the one person we thought we could trust, we can't. <sighs> Excellent. People die every day. We need to go to her brothers. We didn't like them, but... That doesn't mean they killed him. <coughs> they need to know of course, that they can be in she's been playing yes. both sides against each other. What's to stop her from framing one of them now? Who will help us with the throne? I mean... Do you, and do we think that she's been controlled by the Shorn? Yeah, at the very least, we're, we still have our main objective. At the very least, we gotta go Springs Willow from a prison. Yeah. You're right about needing evidence, though. Ren is not opposed. We had the body of the prince. They know that she's... Speak with corpse. Her that family was our... knows that she has a, a um, spell scar. Spell scar, that's true. We can't speak with the corpse the right Shorns, now. The Shorns... We can't go we have to find bust it. her out. We can't do anything until we somehow tweak these marks to let us true death we perhaps be we still have what what authority what what special treatment did we get from the brother oh yes we have um the right to go into the black, black and, and swords. swords area yeah oh jesus artist rendition of a sharn nice it's kind of a it's it's a venom it can't it brought gotcha. its own weapons <clears throat> what did we hear with black and swords we don't know much about them. We know that they're an offshoot group. They're like, they're reckless extremists. They were extremists. Yeah. Quick to act. These guys need to know about the murder. What yes. are they going to do? The rest of these guys are going to sit around. No one's going to do things. We got to go to the extremists. We got to let them know that everyone's trying to, stay, you know, hold back. The brothers Wait, isn't that stirring the pot a little bit? That's we don't want to make this absolutely worse. Absolutely stirring the pot. Okay. The Sharn. Sharn. The Sharn has stirred the pot with our help. Which means the worst thing we can do is make it worse. If we sit around, this place is just going to explode. I'm not saying we should sit around. You're acting like those are our only two options. I'm saying that we need to stop her before she gets this thing to trial. Or um, whatever she's going to do. Which means we go and talk to the brothers, not some extremist group that's going to first thing they're going to go for their weapons. The brothers are going to have a hard time believing us. Like you said, you don't have any evidence. The, one, the one group we go to without evidence would be extremists. <laughs> I'm not necessarily against this. Goldman no, starts nodding as Brandis explains this and he says, it does make sense. How does we it make sense? We are here for a wrath. 
not trying to keep this little family If we could go to the brothers, the brothers and believe us. convince them to... You don't know to, that until you try. We should at we least could, give them the opportunity to believe us and then maybe go to the Blackened Swords, but to cut them out of the loop completely is absolutely ridiculous. If we go to the brother first and he doesn't believe us, we might not have a chance to go to the Blackened Swords. At least go to Solden then, or to Turvis. He's the one who's the isolationist. He can't get rid of our mark. Will they not kill us on the way? If we could convince them to at least believe in us for a little while that something was up, we'd use the um, speak with corpse ritual. That's proof. We can't use the ritual. Oh, unless they... Unless they give us stuff. So um, we, if we convince them... Princess, to let us don't try, talk to me like a child. Just speak to which corpse? Be tall and finish Princess corpse. Oh, to see get, you to, killed to him. convince them then, to use Then the, how about this? We currently it's taboo, but if we say we know she did it, and if you do this, then you'll have proof, and they might be willing to break their own taboos. Both brothers want to know who killed the their brother. And they head. believe that the other did it. And they believe the other did it. They're, they're invested in at least knowing that. Let's go to one of them. I suggest Solden. He's the one who already has given us some trust. Go to him. Ask him for that specifically so that we can do this ritual on the body. Then we'll get evidence. Then we can bring up Meta's influence. <laughs> if- I would get both brothers if possible. Well, Rats. I don't think they're going to work well together, so one than the if, other maybe. If we Might are trying need to. to stop this fight, then it seems like we got to get them to cooperate. If the group is doing Not an that, easy task, but I'm willing to try. If the group wants to do that, then that's fine, but Ren is really irritated at this town that is in the middle of nowhere, that is full of shitty liars to him, and that are assholes, and if the whole place erupts in civil war... He doesn't really care at this point. Let the Sharn have it? Yes. Even with the amount of um, magical secrets that he could learn from them being all destroyed? Well, they're being... They're, we're not getting those secrets. They're not getting it's in. We have right better now. chances of getting magical secrets from, from the, the ruins! Sh- from the Sharn. He's only city. spoken to one of the shopkeepers in the entire city. Um, okay. They're all the same. Yeah, he gave you a referral. Look, <laughs> he even helped you out. We burned <laughs> down the we burned down a planet observatory, and this place isn't half as good as that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The one mean person. That's all it takes. Someone so hurt Red's feelings. Um, fuck this city. So <laughs> build up brownie so points all day, but it Golan, just takes one thing. We to talked to one shopkeeper and a lot of other jackasses. Colvin, uh in response to what Aurora says, and he says, it, se- it seems possible. It seems very difficult. Nothing <coughs> difficult. It's not worth trying. All right, let's go talk to him. We can always stop by... Excellent, I've confused him into silence. We can always Red, try to stop by the... Let's do that. Black Th- things worth doing are rarely easy. We can we, stop by the Blackened Swords later and try to... I'm, Stir I'm things up. definitely I, not for the destabilization of an entire nation, I, if I can help it. I feel like we are in strict enough. Let's definitely go with brothers, but I mean, if we're not making progress with them, like, we're, we're losing time. We're just at, they're like in the free fall, about to explode into civil war, and whatever is about to do is going to... It seems likely that Meta has a Sharn, too. We need... Yes. It, or the same Sharn. Let's not forget. It no, could be the same... Yeah, well, it Sharn. would be the same Sharn. Yeah. Okay, you're, it's you're, just you keep Uno talking Sharn. about a Sharn, a Sharn. Well, it's kind of like she's got Let's agree that we all know a parasite, but it's, yeah, it's all the same the parasite brain thing. Collective can we get to Tervis easily? You can walk to him. Let's go walk to I mean, him. You know where he 
sits. Yeah, there was kind of like a bowling alley of soldiers. But we've got a mark that lets us go in that area, so it shouldn't be too hard. I hope yeah, so. It's, got his, it's from him. It's from him. Oh, yeah. I thought you got it from Solden. Yeah, we got it from Solden. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. Solden. We want to go to the whoever Solden was the Reclamist. Yes, I've got it reversed. Let's go to the Reclamist. To the Reclamist. And blow his Reclamite. mind. Cool. Because he knows she has a, Spell play, scar. a scar, that- and the Sharns are not like unknown. If we say, "Hey, we were ambushed by this guy," the Sharn is controlling her, trying to stabilize things, and pitting you two against each other and framing you guys. I feel like that's good. That's then information we kill that will be useful. Then we kill him. When he's Why would really we kill him? Half no, a second. I'm half a second. Sorry. Uh, Sharn. Let's then go. Half a second. Half a second. That's all I need. Hey, when you have half a second, that means you only have a But see, a, a we, have, of we have a benefit here. And the rest We're coming is into swing. this with full-on truth mode. We don't have to lie yeah. to him. We don't Which have to unusual. deceive him. We're not being sneaky. We're just telling the truth. And Aurora did, did good work. See, the, the thing in this situation, particularly with Aurora, is she has certain tenets that are extremely important to her. One of them is... Don't work with extremists. Not necessarily that, but just... It's Renegades are bad? There's a, there's a pure malevolent force here trying to do evil. Yeah. And that's the exact opposite of her goal. And so if she can stop the Sharn... If, I mean, if she were to walk away from it, let's just say it that way. If she just walks away from this and says, Okay, it's not my problem. That's, that's impossible. She can't try nothing. She can't do that. So are you guys heading... You're going to have to drag her away. (laughs) I hear that. No, I mean, like, I was glad that you went the way you did with her. Like, I mean, people need to roleplay their... When it's in your court, ask the group and then do what you want. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like I'm glad you went the way you did it. I don't think working with the Reclamists necessarily disqualifies you from following your tenets. I don't think so either. Well, all I'm saying is... It's, it's a little bit less dangerous to do it this way. Let's try this first. I can promise you the Renegade's final goal is also peace. They're obviously just going out of that in a different route. Yeah. Well, Saga Solden, if that's what people Solden. are wanting to do. Maybe he'll kill us on sight. Problem solved. <laughs> Solden, knock knock. We're here. Who's there? If he did try to kill you on sight, you don't have your weapons. Yeah. We, yeah that's why I said we'd die immediately. Then we'd die immediately. Problem solved. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> Mr. Solden. Which one's Solden? The isolationist the or the reclamist? He's the reclamist. The first guy we talked to. He's the guy who gave us the mark. Reclamist. Okay. He gave you a mark that basically said you can talk to the Black of the Swords. Without getting killed. I can't talk to whoever I want. Uh, Ren wants that. it to be clear, Or basically though. told the Black of the Swords to cooperate. Yeah. yeah Ren wants it to be clear, though, that when we go there, uh, Aurora's going to do more of the talking than he is. Okie dokie. It would be great if we were able to convince him somehow to include his brother in whatever he does. Because if it's just one side, yeah. I will. I will try <laughs> my darndest. Our, our our only real goal here, our our primary thing, our best case scenario, is just to get him to let us do the ritual, right? Yes. That's what we're, we're not like trying to do anything besides that, but we got to do it as fast as we can because. So I sh- maybe I shouldn't bring up Turvis then, because that's just going to bring on a whole new round of dealing with his angst. If it seems like we're okay, but he's right. We want him to cooperate. I mean, otherwise it would just be shady. It would be fantastic if both Solden and Turvis were in the grove with us right. while we did the ritual. There. Then we can deal with whatever happens when it happens. All right, no, so no, you're no. heading to Solden. Yep. Yes. 
It does not take long before you get to what has become the front line of this army that has formed, blocking off the Reclamists' areas. And they stop you and they say, no one is to enter. Uh, speaking in the um, language of the Amaskari, which you can understand. No. Oh, we can? Yeah. Ren can. Ren can. And I guess you guys can through, him, through him we can as well. That ritual seems to still be active for some reason. Ura says, holding up her documents, she says, we have extremely pressing business with uh, Lord Solden. We must see him immediately. Two of them kind of look to each other as if they don't understand what you're saying, and then another one speaks up as Aurora's speaking in uh, common. I can only speak in common <coughs> to these people. They're not going to know Dwarven. He says, let me see. She and he holds it up again. And then he speaks to uh, he speaks to the people near him and says, she has the mark of uh, she has the mark of Solden, has his trust. We'll just be going then. And then they kind of, you hear them just murmuring among each other, you know, and they say, uh, and then after a bit, the guy speaks again in common and says, okay, or he says, he says, go to the headquarters, speak to people there, go straight there. To the headquarters where Solden is. He just looks, he says, speak to people there, and looks around. All right, fine, um, let's go go there then. He might not know where he is. Maybe. He's just some guy. Okay. <laughs> so we go to the headquarters. Aurora tries to look for someone who looks like they're in charge. Arriving at the headquarters, there is like three lines of soldiers just standing there, blocking anyone from getting in. It appears that this is definitely a place that they do not allow people to come in. There's an Im- the most important and most decorated looking guy is standing in the front, and he sees you approach. And he says, what is your business? Cora says, we're here to talk to Solden. He says, let me see. And looks at your documents again. He says, you bear the mark of his trust. We, are we would like to speak to him as soon as possible. He says, "How? where have you been? <coughs> In the Plaguelands. He says, for how long? Hmm. Less than a day. She tells him however long they've been in there. He says, you have not heard. Heard what? He says, "No." he is missing. He says, kidnapped by the isolationists. You know this? And then he just spits on the ground as he says it. You. And. What? Colbin says. Are you sure? Where is Lord Turvis? He says, hiding in his uh, headquarters. He says, it is proof that they kidnapped him. He says, look at their armies defending. Coben looks at Brandis and says, they think that they will win without uh, the, without us having our leader. They do not know. Ren tells the group, um, powwow really quick, guys. Uh, Ren Turvis has is probably sne- missing as well. Ren has a sneaking suspicion that Turvis is probably missing as well, yeah. and that they're Getting, they're pitting the sides against each other, and then it's probably both <coughs> Meta. So I we think we should go so talk to games. the other guys really quick and Wait, see what's going on there. Can you give us sponsorship if we promise to go find him? He says, "I do not know you. I cannot put my freedom on the line for you." Hey, if Solden gave us his trust, you should too. She's making a diplomacy check yeah, to convince you. this guy. To give it up. Oh, 
I will assist. Yes. She gets a 38. Also assist. He, 39. I rolled a straight 19. 35. Okay. I rolled a natural oh, 19. So. So about he tries 40. to not look more suspicious than he usually looks. Like, Give it up. He pulls his, head, his, his hood <laughs> over his face. <laughs> he you tries to look impassive. Hughes, um, I'm not he stops and thinks for a moment at this, saying, and he says, "He says, Solden did not give you his own sponsorship, so it would be foolish of me to we do the same." We didn't need it at the time. He says, "I am speaking." You are speaking too much. Oh my gosh. Just give Just us. He says, "Do you want my help or no?" Yes, I do. He's getting very angry at you, cutting him off. Whatever diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I diplomatized your ass. Oh! It's <laughs> Coleman just puts a whole a, sh- oh, a shoulder on Aurora's sh- uh, uh, hand on her shoulder. Hand on Aurora's she's shoulder. Feisty. Which is odd, oh, considering that's what she's usually doing to my characters. <laughs> Maybe it, you know, caused her to back up a little bit. Perhaps this is the assist of his assist. As uh, he's no, a girl. no. And he says, he says, you can help us investigate. We'll need... He says, Solden was headed to speak to... Turbis? He says, heading to speak with Lydius. He says, they say that he never arrived at their meeting. That is for sure when the isolationists kidnapped. Lydius, who's he? The man in the... Order of the fire? He says, you do not know Lydius. Uh, the name is Foggy. Remind me who he this says, particular Lydius is. Lydius leads the Blackened Swords. Uh, all right. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. What? One step ahead of him. It's okay. You would have bumped into him. Even a blind says, mouse is right. He says, Lydius Spectrum. Fighting with blind mice. Then we'll, we'll go talk to Lydius immediately. He says, Much of our people are uh, busy holding the lines. We must keep an eye on the isolationists. If you find out where the isolationists are keeping Solden, perhaps that will show me that you are worthy of sponsorship. If it comes down to it, though, and we have to make us in-the-moment decision to save him, we won't be able to because of our lack of weapons. Says, I cannot risk giving you sponsorship. Brandis is mummy rot. If you kill an Amaskari, it is on my head. Fine. Brandis is mummy rot. Uh, spurs a. We can't find anyone. Anyway. He says, "Don't push it." Let's <coughs> go. <laughs> Brandis. Like, mummy rot seems to be acting up. <laughs> Let's go. We get you to uh, a. With that, one of the guys who can clearly speak comedy sort of backs up a little bit. <laughs> hearing the mention that Brandis has mummy rot is just sort of. Breaks formation as he clearly is worried about uh, (laughs) Then we will go immediately. Thank you for your help. Out we go. And she starts walking in the way that she presumes is the Blackened Swords direction. No, it's never random with Aurora. She's always going towards something. The exit of what? The headquarters. We came in the ice. The same way? The city. Dude. Okay. okay. The west side of the city is like friendly to reclamists. The, the okay. We, we have a okay. map. Gotcha. We go towards. Yeah. And the black <laughs> the and black swords. swords. The black and swords headquarters is. Uh, I spin a is Inside the yeah. reclamists area. Good. Okay. Well, let's go over yeah, there then. Cool. They are the extremists of the reclamists. I know. It's awesome. 
Okay. Finally, work with some. They're the only smart ones of the Reckless. Aurora puts on a little checkered Stay hat close. and takes out her magnifying glass. Oh, God. Also, a small pipe. She's ready. To get murdered by the extremists. To get murdered. For a ridiculous outfit. It's about time. It's about time for us to be the zealots. To the Blackened Swords. The Blackened Swords headquarters is a smaller building. They are a much smaller, uh, you know, kind of sub-organization inside the Reclamists. Uh, Their building is not terribly decorated, although it does have the symbol that you've seen on the back of all of the Reclamists proudly displayed on their headquarters, flanking their front doors, just two huge blackened swords. And there are guards there that wear somewhat different... um, Garb? Garb than the regular... Reclamists. They wear um, darker clothing and their swords are indeed black. Hmm. Hmm. Do we learn any particular... appear to be uh, enchanted to just appear just um, black as they stand there uh, guarding the headquarters. Step aside. We we tell them that we, that the commanding officer at Lord Solden's uh, I guess... Chambers uh, referred us to here to aid in the investigation of uh, his disappearance. And we need to speak to Lydius. Lydius. We need Lydius. to speak to Lydius. They say, uh, the man just speaks up immediately and says, Lydius is uh, preoccupied. He is not available to speak to. Um, Please? It's in regards it's to the disappearance important. of Sheldon. That's kind of critical. He says the disappearance of Solden is the by the isolationist pigs. Right. He says, "Do you, he says we are here to assist in efforts for his recovery." He says, "Does he says when when could what was his name? <laughs> Lydius. 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 When is he available?" He says, "You want to assist in the recovery? Go stand with the troops." Yeah, we also need to talk to him about things regarding uh, the murder of uh, Lord Ilfleman. He says, no doubt also by that uh, by that pig, Turvis. Brenda says, really need to talk to Lydius about this. Solden um, assured us that uh, that you blackened swords men would uh, would cooperate with the investigation. We need to speak to Lydius immediately. Yes. Call it, yeah, he yeah. shows the mark. The mark of Solden. He says, We recognize that you are friendly for Solden, so stand with our troops. Uh, <coughs> Am I going to have to diplomatize Go and shakes his head. He says, It is not enough. He says, We must speak to your leader. He says, they, He says, If if it were only a, a fight, we would fight. He says, The information is more important. Are you diplomatizing? He says, Tell me the information you have, I will pass it on. I'll aid you. <clears throat> Totally. Uh, you got a blip 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 twenty three. With minus seems well. so twenty five. If you succeed, seems entirely unconvinced by Unmoved. argument. Uh, seems to um, just be trying to drive you away. <sighs> Insight uh, check then. Why he says, he says, "Give me the information you need, and I will pass it along." Uh, a thirty two insight check. Hmm. You get the feeling that they are not interested in yeah. speaking to you at all and do not want you... Um, they're nervous about you being here. Hmm. Maybe we give them some... We 
get some of the stuff that might. I mean, okay. it, they're, they're either playing like some sort of uh, assault, or they had something to do with if, with if we Lord Sullivan's kidnapping. That is Mata. important enough. They might like something Sean related. Say, um, we're Brennan's holy group aside. <laughs> we may need to tell this guy just to get his attention that we think that Mata and that uh, Solden, Solden, right? Solden. Um, might be um, in grave danger, not from the isolationists, but from Meta and a more elaborate uh, plan to bring down the royal family. Bust Gold. out with that, with this guard. Golden nods and says, options? "We haven't." Says, "Be ready for, for lack of better be options." Fight. All right. Uh, we're unarmed. Yeah, now, we're also unarmed. Golden nods. And run. You could. You could bring up the. Well, go ahead. How about Sharn? Sharn, and say that there's a Sharn about, and we need to talk to him. You have more to worry about than, you know, Solon has got more to worry about as well than just these other people with the Sharn walking. Are, are the existence and powers of Sharns how common well knowledge known? is that? Here, uh, not common knowledge. Or about them? Especially um, what happened to them during the spell play. <coughs> Alright. Oh, okay. So then maybe bringing that up will be useful. It, yeah, it won't, yeah. It sounds like it won't really be. Um, so, somewhat at a loss of what to, what to say to this guy. Uh, well, I think, tell him what he said about Yeah, Brennan yeah, says, well, um, you, you say yeah. what you need to say. Um, Brennan says, uh, I assure you, we are not here to um, to cause any trouble. We are here to help Solon. He may be in um, in immediate danger, not from the isolationists, but we suspect that he's been taken um, by uh, taken by the an organization that excuse me he's been taken by an elaborate uh, conspiracy conspiracy um, led by the by. Uh, Alter, all, yeah, outside influences trying to bring down the royal family and Deepa Mascar itself. Roll. Uh, Truly? 16. <sighs> diplomacy. Oh, so you're just using your diplomacy, I mean... I'm not trying to intimidate <laughs> him. I'm telling him the truth. The truth. Okay. Um... You know, Brandis we can't is. Intimidate people without making them. Yeah, fight us. So I mean, certainly, but what well, someone who has a better way with words well, could. Um, could I have said all that? You could give a real good smile next to him. <laughs> History check to tell him about how often it's happened in the past. Um, as you uh, say this to him, he seems um, he seems kind of unconvinced as Brandis just lays this all out, and he says, uh, he says. Grand conspiracy theories, he says. They run rampant in this town. He says, especially recently. He says, what proof do you have? Or he says, I am a paladin of Bahamut, and I don't lie. I know that we need Solden in order to solve this mystery. Let us talk to Lydia's now. <laughs> she tries so hard. Uh... Uh, 33 Diplomacy 
He said, uh, he looks to Brandis. Shining light of Bahamut. He just looks to Brandis and he says, um, what is the little, what is the, the, the dragon spirit doing during this? It can't do anything right now because all her armor is, uh. I thought it was just her weapons. Well, it's just her, her weapons? Just her weapons. Well, it's, her it's insubstantial, but it's always insubstantial. <clears throat> so it kind of, uh. Hovers around her shoulders, kind of as if it were to perch there, but never quite does so. It's very distracting. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling that he's he's definitely impressed by Aurora's presence. You know, this is not something he normally sees, and he can definitely sense something kind of grand and important Righteous. about it. And he looks I to Brandis for and says, uh, and says, and he says, "I trust your friend more than I trust you. I will find out if he will speak with you." And then it goes inside as another guard takes his place. Aurora just stands there with her hands on her, on her shapely hips and just kind of tries to look <coughs> noble. She's noblizing. Noblizing. Bing. Noblizing it. Bing. And she waits. And then he comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Lydius will speak to you. Thank you. Boom! Walks in. He says, come inside. As he opens the door and guides you inside. Or does this kind of like regal walk. She's trying the best she can to like You see that the headquarters is mostly empty. It looks like uh, perhaps (laughs) the people that normally uh, mill about here are out there joining the ranks of uh, of the other soldiers. Thinking about it, you now remember that you saw among the kind of the front lines some blackened swords were mixed in as uh, they are definitely allied with, you know, they are a part of these reclamists, even if not all the reclamists um, signed up, agree with the way the Blackened Swords choose Maybe more things. are now that it's so close to, uh... Hey, you would not be surprised war. at all. I would not, and yet we must talk to Lydia's. Big Amaskari. Bald. Uh, big old tattoo on the back of his the head. The guy leading you knocks on a big <laughs> set of doors and they open, and Lydius comes out. And uh, you see, this is a massive man. Uh, I mean, this is the guy who can stand Double up M. shoulder to shoulder with Brandis, and uh, it looks like this guy could um, could match Brandis in an arm Perhaps muscle. he could rip it. I don't look him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and, he said, uh, and he says, what do you have for me? Questions. Questions that need answers. He says... It seemed like the right thing to say. He looks to him and he says, They did not come in to ask me questions. You said they had information for me. <laughs> did we? <laughs> Goldman says, we did do we have information. That? Yeah, he says... He it's says, a combination of questions and answers. It's really kind of a, a quid pro quo kind discussion. of situation. He says, <laughs> tell me what you know and I'll see if you are worth spe- uh, worth my time speaking to. We have a lot to deal with right now. Hit it, Brandis. This man looks very... Goldman says, we know... Who killed your brother, the elder? No, not his brother. This Solden, guy is sorry. not Solden. Solden's brother. This is Lydia's. <laughs> My bad. <coughs> we know who did it. He says you have proof that it was Turvis. He says he says <clears throat> we do not have proof, but we know what what happened, and we seek uh, uh, an alliance to uh, to find that proof that the uh, that the civil war may be avoided and that the true perpetrator may be brought to justice. He thinks for a moment. Now, this is a man who almost wants civil war. You know, they, they, not because they want it to 
they don't want civil war because it'll destabilize Deep and Master. They want civil war because they just want to kill the isolationists. Because they are really just extremists, the and they would like to cleanse the city of that's why the non-believers. Both. <laughs> and I feel just like we should join these guys right now. He um, <laughs> he kind of looks. He t- is uh, is Colin tall and three, and he grows huge. almost at a visible rate. <laughs> He like looks grass, up to Colvin and says, uh, and he says, tell me what it is that you know then. This guy doesn't have much of an accent. Uh, Colvin says, uh, he says, this is Aurora. She's a paladin of Bahamut. She saw and through how? to the very soul of Meta and knows of her treachery. He says, you are saying Meta is behind the assassination? By my honor, as a paladin. He says, um, he just, he's eyeing Aurora. Roll, you know, just give me, give me some rolls. Roll an honesty oh, sure. check? Honesty check. It will be diplomacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will aid her. Uh, 35? <laughs> I actually did not aid her. 5, 35. I rolled a straight one. And you failed to aid, so it's a 34. Yeah. Anyone else want to aid? <laughs> he looks, I did a 30 diplomacy tonight. He looks oh, and nice. he says, uh, and he sees you just kind of all standing beside her and he says, Shining light of the He says, I know of you paladins. I am not only a paladin, but I am also a justiciar, and I have a vested interest in justice being served in its full intensity. When Aurora speaks, you know, on behalf of Bahamut, you know, it is, it doesn't just come out as words, it comes out with, like, the, the, the divine force of the <clears throat> god that she serves, you know, she, she, she does wield, you know, his energy, basically, uh, and when she, when she speaks, you know, with such authority, it is practically wielding that same energy. Uh, uh, and and he looks, and he says, "Can you prove this?" That's a matter for us to discuss with uh, Solden once we find him. It's incredibly important that we speak to him as well. He is looking extremely nervous. Throughout this, I mean, your passive percep- passive insight is enough to tell that he, um, you know, he's. You see, just the slight bit of uh, you know sweat kind of forming uh, forming on his neck. Colin, being the direct guy, just leans forward and says, "Do you know where he is?" Um, and he Aurora just, just looks at him like, "Just this year, just this year, just this year." He says, "I may have some information." Then please, and or is. Uh, what do you guys... Colvin says, please... She's, she's encouraging him we're, to be honest. We are here. We are here for... To for, a justiciar uh, of Bahamut. Brenda says, mm-hmm. we must hurry. Time Make, is of the essence. By um, by these two... The end result... The end hope of Meta is for you two groups to fight each other. And destroy each and other. And destroy each other. <clears throat> so she has her pick at the city. Ren is... Uh, to what end? Why would he want to... Why would she want to do this? To get her brothers out of the way. It doesn't matter anyway. The fact is, this is going to happen if you don't help us. He says, if we fight, we will lose many troops. It will be difficult to take back High Mastar. Sure. And we really want to do that. Ur is letting him talk himself into this. At this point, he seems like. I mean, he's yeah. not. He's not we a man. Who, yeah. Rad At that says, moment, you hear a voice 
come through on your speaking stone. Whoa. Yar! <laughs> it is the voice of Clethon. Clethon. And the, uh, Yar. you hear him say, are you there? Clethon. Yes, can you give us just a fraction of a moment? He says, yes, I need to speak with you soon. We will contact you in a few moments. And, uh, the, the, um, the, what was his name? Lydius. Lydius, uh, Lydia sees this uh, this stone and he says, "That is a remarkable device." We are extremely <coughs> magical. Now continue with what you're saying. <laughs> with the power of Bahamut, we are extremely magical. Magic. Amazing. Ren says, "Or is not interested in game." Laywayed with any when other he, conversations. When Lydia, this will take the aside because we don't really get called by those guys very often. Oh my gosh. Like a phone call he wasn't foyer. he wasn't screaming in, in fear, so and he said okay, so Coleman says all we seek is an opportunity. An opportunity for evidence. Uh give me some more rolls. Yeah. Brian says to, He seems to be, you know, holding back, but he looks like uh he's that'll work. That is a thirty-four diplomacy. He says He says Solden trusts you, and he looks again at your documents. <coughs> and he says, and you have the Reclamist's best interest at heart. He says, absolutely. We have Deepa Mascar's best interest at heart. At heart. <laughs> yeah. Or it's not correcting him, but just saying that. Coleman just says, absolutely, because that's a much more diplomatic <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> if the Reclamist's best interests are to have We don't need Mascar to clarify evil, this for him. Let's, yeah. let's not clarify and lose any real... <laughs> He, um, I mean, you, Aurora can see visibly this man is just panicking. He's uh, sweating. And it is, it seems very uncharacteristic of, you know, the, what you've heard of heard of him, the leader of the Blackened Swords. I mean, these are the hard asses. These are the guys that would do anything. <laughs> Clearly, something has happened with this guy that has caused him to um, break his uh, most probable normal... Um, Stoic demeanor. Yeah, and, and he's just, he seems like he's uh, torn. He's torn. He's he's stuck in a dead end, and he says, he says, I I I know where Solden is. Bran says, you have to help us. Deepen Mascar is at stake. It needs you. Please trust us. He continues to say nothing. <laughs> what is he doing during this? Uh, he's just standing there. He's just looking at the fire. I mean, there's certainly a lot of ways that you can try to get information and and. Um, Try to be. I mean, can you use your perception? All, all, all sorts of things you can do. I don't know. Remember, try to always be creative. To be like, maybe you can see something that gives a reflection of something, or there, there's all sorts of ways that you can get information in a diplomatic encounter that is not diplomacy and bluff and intimidate. There are many ways. You just have to um, suggest it, and then we can we can work on that. Streetwise. <laughs> well, what have I heard of this guy? I mean, even that. He's, he's Shake his hand with a massive athletics check. A possibility. <laughs> massive athletics. You hold your there, breath. No, there are a the lot of ways. The entire time. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I think perception is a useful one. Uh, Where are we at exactly? In his, in an office. In his you office. are. He seemed to have come out of his office and shut the door. You're like <coughs> right, kind of in the uh, maybe like a lobby right before his uh, office. Hmm. Can you, can you make a, a comment about his martial prowess, given your fine eye for weaponry and martial strength? Uh, he just is a nature check. See if uh, 
basically checking his condition. Is he seems stressed? Is he been in a fight recently? Is he been injured? Is I don't know. Something is he under tell the his... influence of a Sharn? Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, that would be. Has he been recently spell I'm surprised no one has made any checks to try to detect that same sort of connection with anyone. Uh, well, I can't. Get? Twenty-nine nature. Just to see his condition. How is he doing? Hugh does see that it appears um, that he has recently been in some sort of strenuous fight. I mean, his energy is low. I mean, it looks like he has been hit with a couple of pretty strong spells, and um, I mean, it looks Damn. like he was in a direct. Confrontation. Uh, confrontation with uh, somebody powerful. All right. Recently, you know, he hasn't had time to rest since then. Wow. He's like us. Well, Lydia's never good. To <laughs> um. Uh, well, go for it, dude. Are you going to use this? Imp- is anyone can use this information to for you? For sure. Perhaps there's something you'd like to tell us. Get off your chest. Who have you been fighting with? You'll feel better. Colin asks him that? Yeah. He kind of looks and he looks a bit surprised and he just kind of looks and he says, he says, we had a bit of a disagreement. You he and says, Are sold. you both all right? Uh, he looks racked with guilt now. And he says, he says, Sultan, he is here. He is just here, here? Does he need medical attention? He says he is fine. Take us to him. I think we better have this conversation <coughs> in a more private place. He says this new. Yeah, sorry. This is. Did you want to? Are you hiding him to escalate the situation? <laughs> he says. Um, he says it is in the best interest of Deep Amaskar that we get this confrontation done with. The Reclamists will win this fight. Ren says... Have you you weren't so sure of that a moment ago. Go ahead. Ren says, Do you have any concern for High Amaskar as well? He says... He says, High Amaskar chose the wrong path, and their, their recent events there have shown that they do not know how to lead. He says, We are better to stand in their place. This, so, is, not you know, the, this, is, this the, is not the point... So, so Ren says, "So you still have concern for the for your sister city?" He says, <clears throat> "We will take it over." Ren says, <clears throat> "In honesty, after the battle with the isolationists, do you feel that your that your numbers will be sufficient enough to reclaim your sister city and do it the justice that it deserves and make it the city that it once was?" He says. Our numbers are great, and we will bring more people to our sides. He says, "He says there will be losses, regardless." Uh, Twenty-seven inside. Is this guy in his right mind? <laughs> is this guy crazy? Uh, he do- he seems he's basically his spirit is broken. Uh, he is the Desperate. amount you've almost never seen someone with this much guilt on their conscience, and you've basically just broke broken him. He's a strong-willed guy, and you have just kind of prodded at that guilt and just caused it to explode. I mean, right. he doesn't seem crazy. He doesn't seem anything like that, but he, he he's, he's just kind of He's like anyone now. would be. Goldman says, says, he says, there is a royal family in this city and there is conflict between them. Please take us to Solden. Ren says, would not the glory of, Ryu, of, of 
reuniting and strengthening the two cities be made even greater under the banner of, of unity rather than civil chaos and unrest. He says, perhaps you are right. It is not my decision to make any way. He says, come with me. And he leads you into his quarters. His or is about to like Aurora guilt trip him and then he's like, okay. And she's like, ah. <clears throat> I'm going to make him feel worse. Nah, maybe not. Nah, maybe not. <laughs> Coming into his quarters, his office. It's a nice, fancy office. Got lots of literature. A lot of, um, as you just kind of glance a around, of you see for some a lot of um, books uh, of the history of the Mascari people. A lot of um, ancient, you know, literature about about the old ways and uh, many, you know, ritual books and and such of the multi-dimensional uh, magic of the enslavement Mascari. and you. And then he walks over. And behind his, uh, he sits behind his desk as you see him reach under his desk. And then a moment later, uh, one of the bookshelves just disappears. Magic. <laughs> and you see that there's a chamber behind it. Is Solid in the chamber? We're going to find out. Rora starts yes. walking towards it. Colbin grants some medical attention. Sultan is, um... <clears throat> Sultan is on the ground. He's yeah. He's standing there, but he and he looks and he says, "You, we're here to rescue you." <laughs> we Ren actually come. chuckles when she says that. <laughs> Amazing. We uh, shut up. We need this guy to like us. And then you see him turn his attention to uh, Lydia's, who is there, and uh, and you just see rage. Uh, just well up in his body as he reaches uh, for, you presume, where his wand would be, which it is not. And he says, uh, he says, he says, stop that man! Ren stops you, or stops Solden, and bursts into flame, just huge radiating amounts of heat go out, and he says, he says, hold your tongues. We need cooperation. We need There's something more important than this guy. Peaceful resolution. We need uh, we need all people of uh, Diva Mascar to uh, come together to handle this. Put aside your petty differences for the time and let us hear us and hear us out and let us take care of the more pressing business at hand. He said, uh, he, you see his rage subside a little bit as he says, return my wand to me. He not, says, not you're a traitor. <laughs> Look, uh, if if speak, you... he's speaking directly to, oh, okay, Lydia's, okay. not you guys. Oh, he's right. just speaking past you. But Ren has stopped him from presumably just charging the guy. Yeah, and uh, the other guy just shaking. A bomb has uh, gets right. his wand from uh, from his desk and just kind of puts it down for you guys to grab. Brandis says, "Solden, Meta killed your brother. She's been playing you against your." Remaining brother. Cool. Yeah. He just looks you right in the eyes and he says, What? He says, We have to find. <coughs> we have to talk to Ilfram. Turvis. Turvis. Um, Corpse. And get to uh, Ilfram's body. The ritual of. Speak with Corpse. Speak with Corpse will show the truth. He says, Ilfram's body has been cremated. 
We can still get to his crest. <laughs> Coleman says. When was says, this? He says, the, the order of the blue flame. By fire. <laughs> the order of the blue fire. It has been, we believe, infiltrated. There are outside forces at work to take over the city. He says, it is a, it is a plot at the highest level. He says, the, that is impossible. The order of blue fire is a, is a benevolent order. They have done much good. They have helped my sister. They, it is not, it is not of their own will. But there are, he says, we, our time in the, in the, in the plague lands recently has revealed much to us. He just, he looks like he is just. He, he says, "There, there is much we must do. We will return to my my chambers. Speak to me there." He says, as he takes his wand, well. and he says, uh, "He says, he says, you work for me now." Escort him out. He is being put in prison. Uh, Very well. Aurora goes and grabs him. Yeah, hey, there Coleman, you go. Coleman uh, says, there may still be a fight. We may still need him. We need our... He says, there is back. not a chance. He says, he has committed treason of the highest level. Aurora says, agreed, and he will face justice, but for now, we have a more pressing matter the civil war that your country will be torn apart by if we don't hurry this up. He says, the civil war is nothing compared to what he has done. As he as he just says, uh, really? he says, take his wand. Or Ren plucks says, his wand out of perhaps, his hands. Ren says, perhaps in, you know, because of the urgency of our matter, why don't we stick him back in the cell that you were just being held in for the time being? No, we take him to Under his own men's supervision, certainly not. Coleman says, I will escort him. Indeed. I'm fine with taking this guy. We're all heading to my headquarters. Let's go. Let's go, right now. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. We need to find out what he did. And the guy just, you know, kind of willingly crestfallen. So, what happened between you two? Probably wait until we're. Well, while we're walking, maybe he can discuss it some. He says. This man has given our city's deepest secrets to an outsider. What? Score! Which outsider? He says, it is, uh, it is not your concern, but it is, uh, it is a, the deepest treason that could possibly be. Well, we'll discuss it once, uh, we get to your... He says, yes. Secret place. And the Black and Swords outside the headquarters are extraordinarily surprised as you are leading their leader out and Solden Solden being there. They are just sort of taken aback and just stand aside and don't say anything. Good. They recognize our authority. Well, someone's authority. Someone near us, though. Someone near us. Which is really like us. It's like a, you know... Contact uh, authority. <laughs> so what, are we resuming things? Snap, after snap. Guys authority. Jailed. Uh, yeah. Walking over to the headquarters. I mean, it is immediately just walking out. People see Solden. Word starts spreading extraordinarily quick, just all throughout the town, faster than you guys could possibly move. The uh, city of the Great Seal is abuzz with talk, and you can just hear down the streets as there is uh, talk. Of Solden walking the streets in the Reclamist area and uh, <laughs> walking towards the headquarters when the guards come up to meet him they say they say your majesty 
Yeah, Your Majesty. And he said, uh, awesome he immediately lady. looks to the head guard that you guys were near as he's just wide-eyed looking at you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mere minutes ago, he'd sent you away being That's like, how good we are. If you Thank you for the, the uh, I think we've earned it. Um, he says, uh, he says, I'm hereby officially disbanding the blackened swords. Round them up. They will all face, uh, he says, they are all under suspicion of treason. So be it. Damn it. I mean, or it looks like the guy like, like you heard him. Just like that, we disbanded the renegade group. This is the opposite of what Brennan's wanted. He just he awesome. built he built us up just so we could cut our legs out from under us. Um, everyone's blackened swords now. Well, that's what happens. So we got sold him back, as I said we would. Well, never I mean, let it be so said that a paladin of Bahamut goes back on a promise. Sticking with Solden, jailing this guy like. Can we continue the conversation with him in his chambers after things are set? Yes. Set in the. or reordered once again? He leads you into his chambers and it is just you along with the. Um, Elite guards. The, uh, the high guard that he issued the orders out. He comes in after you. Um, and he says, now. Or, or, and he has passed off. Lydia's to uh, to guards to be sent down to. Uh, Is Lydia's pretty like up. resigned? He's his... just kind of just hanging his head in shame. Broken. All right, as it should be. So Lydia's secrets, outsider. He says. Um, he says, "Tell me everything you know. What proof do you have against my sister? This is a very disturbing accusation." Indeed. We can, I mean, is this something that we need, that we want to try to say tactfully, or can we just say we tell him the story? I mean, if we're to tell him the truth. Yeah. We tell him the story of us going to the Plaguelands and confronting Sir Dremon, like, the fake the fake information and taking his body to Mata, and then what happened? This is a lengthy tale. It is, that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, if we're telling the truth, let's just get it out there for him. Yeah, instead of, yeah. It's a lengthy tale. It takes Include some time to tell, and he's just sitting there listening Extremely um, attentive, attentive to to you all as the you, details. all of you. You know, kind of telling a story, and one was one person leaves out a slight detail. Ah, but you forgot this. Aurora, ah, oh, but you forgot this. The death flying coming in with the, <laughs> uh, and in the end, the entire tale and its entire truth, uh, in its entirety, has been told to him, and he just sits there in silence for minutes afterwards, taking minutes. it all in. If there is the, the only evidence guys. we have to support our tale is Sir Dremon's planned execution. <laughs> um, made to claim that she would plan an execution soon for him. A she trial. Says, it, it may, uh, according to your ways, a trial. A trial. Um, she says if if he is truly put on trial, it should cast some some suspicion on the Order of the Blue Fire. It says though, if she is working with them, I he, doubt it will may, come to a trial. He may uh, he may go free as is. Or one of you may be or, or just be implicated. put to death silent. Put to death, so so his never gets out. Okay. <laughs> I missed that last thing. I completely lost my train of thought. What was the last thing you said? Um, he might be put to death, so the um, <coughs> the truth German. the truth would would be hidden forever. If what I you would. say is true. I would not be surprised that it has already been done. That's probably true. Well, that's why we were hoping to talk to the corpse and just get an extra blast of information now that we know what to look for. 
He says, we must speak to your brother. He says, shortly, um, he says, mere hours after I last spoke to you, uh, when you uh, presumably had left the city, there had been talk that the investigation was over, the crime scene had been cleared, and his body ceremoniously uh, cremated. Many people were... Does that mean we can't access the cremated remains? He says, it is done. What was the conclusion that they gave? He said, uh, it is our way that these sort of details uh, remain secret in, until the uh, proper time of the trial. Many rumors of, uh, <coughs> amongst the city that uh, that it was me that had done it and that it has, was Tervis that had done it. Nobody knew the truth. He says, it is what started this whole thing. We must find Tervis and get both sides to back down, at least to buy us some time. And to find if you would be willing, uh, if we were to tell him that you would that you were willing to parlay a little bit with your brother, we would be at least able to diffuse the situation long enough to, as Brandis said, settle the deal with uh, Meta and hopefully get evidence that will support your innocence. He says, uh, Colburn says. I've said much in one. Your your knowledge. He says, you chose once before to hide the existence of your sister's spell scar. He says, as the situation progresses, this may be something to reveal finally, if it has sinister connection with, uh, with, with, pe- with people or with this outside force. He says, I have spent much of my life working with the Order of the Blue Fire to protect my sister, to protect this city. Uh, Colvin says the he says this force is as foreign as it is, or as, as as strange as it is powerful. He says, "What can we tell you other than what we have have, uh, have learned?" Just then, the door bursts open as another man walks into the chambers. His name is Lydias Junior. Where is my father? Father, father. Also, don't forget we need to talk to Little Lydia at some point. Oh, yeah. We need need to protect, uh. Dude, we're just trying to preserve some information about the phenomenon. No, that's. We're good. What? It's Doyle as the outsider, dude. Yeah, I mean. There are, two groups better of there are two groups of outsiders in the town. Yeah, one was a dragonborn that betrayed Stoyle. them all. There were three. And. He I'm says, sure Ishtal, my trusted advisor. Ishtal who? He says, there you are. He says, come. You must hear what, uh, you must be here and hear, uh, what is being told. Who's this guy? Trusted advisor. Who just showed up? You ask him that? Trusted advisor. I didn't hear. He said, Ishtal, my trusted advisor. Ishtal. Brand, you want to do some okay. spell scars? <laughs> and, um, he says, he says, the situation out there is getting uh, is getting quite tense. Word is spreading of your of your escape from the isolationists. Right. <sighs> he says, uh, this rumor he says, will not die. They are on the verge of fighting, and what's more, <coughs> they say there is proof that Tervis is the one who killed uh, who who killed your brother. Who's they? He looks and he's uh, he just kind of looks at you and says, "Who are you?" Aurora Warlord, paladin of Bahamut. Solomon puts his hand and he says, he says, I trust these people. They have brought me 
They they have brought me very important information and have saved my life. I was not with the isolationists. Hmm. And he kind of looks at you guys and says, "You were not." It was it was internal. It was not isolationists. He uh, they said. He's kind of looking and he says, he says, the situation, they are on the verge of fighting out there. See what? We need to work fast here. He says, they say your brother is coming out to head the charge. <coughs> he says, you must get out and fight with them. Whoa, 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 we're, we're trying to avoid a fight here. He says, he says, it cannot be avoided. Go That's where you're wrong. Tervis, seize the opportunity to meet with your brother. Speak with him. Go out. Soldan. Do not fight. Soldan. Damn it. So many people. Soldan. Turbius. Ishtal. Ishtal, right? Yeah. Okay. Listen, Ish. I'm sure you're a very capable advisor. We've got this. He says, Your Majesty. He says, He He's says, I am your trusted advisor. He says, The information that I have learned, it is more secure knowledge than these outsiders certainly have. Oh? Randas. And what kind of evidence do you have, sir? He says... I would uh, be very interested in hearing it. He says, there is solid evidence that it was, uh, that it was Tervis that killed, that killed, uh, Ilfimum. As soon as he walks in the room, Ren starts kind of measuring him up <coughs> and does an arcana check on him and gets a 28 to see if he might Anything's be off. have might be have, might have any of the uh, mental things going on with him. Or Sharniness. Sharniness. All right. Right is uh, insight checking. This. this guy seems pretty sure that he has evidence. Uh, insight of thirty-five. Aurora gets a very unsettling feeling when she tries to read this guy. In your stomach. It's kind of like heartburn. It is a extremely subtle, subtle and sort of distant, unsettling. When she tries to read him, she doesn't. She's trying to read his visual clues and finds herself unable to. Hmm. That's odd. As she, what uh, other reasons? He does, his his facial expressions and his tics are not betraying his. Uh, are not betraying his intentions one way or the other. He seems to be uh, almost completely unreadable. Well, I'm going to do a religion check to see if I can determine what he might be. 30. A religion check? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, uh, describe to me what this, so, this religion check, how is, how is religion being applied to this situation? I mean, there's Use the power these of more forces with the, uh, with the the Sharn. I mean, Colbin used his kind of divine energy to kind of make contact with and identify ah, what was you, going you on with that. You touched that energy at some point. Yeah, so he's trying to kind of refamiliarize himself with with that if in case it's going on here. As this guy kind of seems to be stepping up <clears throat> against his master clearly or his lord is clearly Vasteris and he's trying to like get in between that for some reason. Alright. It's, it's suspicious. Coleman finds that as he uh, as he tries to read this he can't he doesn't sense the, the the connection that he's looking for, you know. But he also knows that it was it was very very subtle before, um, you know, before this. You 
as you have uh, yeah. assumed that the, the Sharn was trying to take over the consciousness, pull it into its uh, into its collective, and um, that you're you're not sensing that here, but you do also do get the uh, sense of uneasiness as you're trying to sense this. Hmm. Something's very wrong about this individual. Uh, Hugh and clearly, sizes- we're all sensing it in, in different ways. Hugh sizes him up to try and see if he's a. You can see that Solden is conflicted here. He, um, okay. this is clearly a man that uh, that Solden trusted deeply. Yeah. Do you want to do a nature check and see if he's really a mascari? Uh, he was going to see if he had a spell scar. Nature oh. check. So he could see any deformities or something peeking out from under his clothes. Thirty-six. As Hugh just kind of eyes this guy up and down every tiny little centimeter of his body, you know, trying to uh, see if they're... Giving all the wrong signals. Specifically a spell scar, but you know, he, whereas you guys might try to sense the magic, he's just trying to look physically. Even the way the yeah. clothes slightly drape over one part could give away the position of a scar. That's how uh, that's how keen-eyed Hugh is. Yeah. And um, We've seen him see visible shit in the dark. <laughs> While blindfolding. And as Hugh is doing this... Hang on, I need to remember something. Ernest just said you want to put combat to point Could I take him in half a second? Left knee. Huh. ACL. The entire thing will go apart. <laughs> Trying to calculate something. It's okay. Um. Take it down. Calculate it on your computer if you need it. Yeah, it's not that kind of calculation. Oh dear. Hugh also gets the same sort of familiar uneasiness. The, that um, that he is trying to place. There's something about this guy, Ali, as if you have met him before. Hmm. Twenty nine nature, purely combat point of view. What is he? Is he formidable? <laughs> Seems like a capable wizard, capable spellcaster of some sort. Hiyo! He said he's a wizard. Um, Seems huh? like a wizard. That's what he said. You. He said he's a capable wizard. Oh, spellcaster. Hmm. I think it's a wrath. Mm. What? It's not a rat's So, seeing something is off, he remembers back mm, some long time ago uh, when they encountered a um, a doppelganger. And it was with that that Hugh realizes what this feeling is. It is the same sort of subtly unreadable features, just something just the slightest bit off about this guy as he is looking at him and realizing that while it is a very, very good copy of a human, of an Amaskari specifically, that it is not perfect, and it is those slight differences that Hugh is seeing in the body, and it is not a perfect copy. And, um, you know, uh, does he relay this in any way to... Hugh closes the door. What was the result of Ren's... Colvin's... Colvin's going to go athletics and try to pin this guy. And you have a problem with that? Now that nope. This is shared information, right? <coughs> Hold on just a second. What was, the, what was the result of Bray Arcana thing? Which was your um, check? So 28. 28. 28. 28. Oh, he wasn't able to uh, to sense that connection. Ooh. Well, if Q closes the door and gives Colvin the signal, I mean, Colvin will try to restrain him with an athletics. All right. And uh, Keep in mind, you guys are unarmed, and Solden appears to... Um, uh, trust this guy. Trust this guy, him. and you're about to basically attack him. And Sultan is a very capable wizard. Is well, let me ask. Let me ask you. Are you giving me the? Are you giving me a signal to 
Make a move against him? Uh, once the door is closed and there's no clear way out, uh, he just says, uh, excuse me, Solar, are you familiar with doppelgangers? And just sees if there's a reaction from the guy. <laughs> I love it. Roll an insight check. Whoever's looking. Did you give information check on Solden or on the the guy? The 33. Doppelganger, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You said combat, though. No, no. Aurora, looking at him, sees the slightest glimmer of panic. And now, once he says doppelganger, Aurora recalibrates her insight (laughs) to her experience with the doppelganger years ago, back in the city of Hamlet. Um, Drew, the, uh, the doppelganger, and as she kind of recalibrates her, her her insight to read a different set of facial tics, you know, she realizes that was what was wrong, and it was the same thing that had happened back then. She was trying to read it like a human, the same tells that a human has, and when she realizes that it is a copy, she can see it in the creature's face that uh, panic. Doppelgangers right. are many things, but they're never perfect. Ren picking up on this. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. Versus soft too. Solden just looks at him and he says, "What are you? What are you accusing my advisor of?" Ren says. Ren speaks up and says, "Uh, how long have you been with the royal family?" No, not him. No, he says it's oh, the, the doppelganger. The doppelganger. Uh, Solden just steps forward and says, "You do not have the right to interrogate him." We're not interrogating him. says, perhaps you should ask your own man some questions. Uh, Solden looks to him, then just looks to you guys. He clearly looks conflicted. You guys saved him and clearly had gotten past, uh, um, whatever his name. Uh, During this this moment of conflict, Ren says, because Ren can tell that he's kind of conflicted, says, surely if this man is who he claims to be, there should be no problem in asking him a few of these simple questions to verify his identity. Um, Do it yourself. He looks and he says, "This is a uh, this is a serious accusation um, that, that that these that these outsiders are throwing around." As he uh, as he looks to his advisor, and his advisor says, "He says they are they are working for Turvis. It is obvious." And we would save him because uh, he's. Uh, he says, your statements make no sense. He says they saved you to gain your trust. Probably working, uh, probably working with uh, with the man that had had you captured. Is there a way to dispel a, uh, a doppelganger's appearance? It's a natural punch. It's natural ability. Yeah. We don't have access to rituals. Can... Yeah, and it, uh, he's right. That it is it is a um, it is a natural property of them. It's not like a ritual that you could dispel. You know, even mm-hmm. a, a dispelling wouldn't get past it. It's not. It's not even. It's not then really. Are, it's not really. that way. I don't want to just attack this guy, though. Sure. Ren, Ren <coughs> says to Solden. Because we don't have that power. Ren says, We have nothing but the best of intentions for your city, yourself, and your people. Uh, surely verifying the identity of this man would not be. It would take mere moments for you, for a man of your intellect, to come up with something that would verify the authenticity of this person that you seek so much um, counsel. counsel from and put and put so much trust in. <clears throat> and that was a 35 to close. He says, he says, 
I suppose you are right. It would, and then he turns and he says, "It would be best if we, uh, if I asked you some questions and had, um, and and we ran some uh, tests, used some of our magic to verify your allegiance." He says, "I know that you would understand." He says, "I would allow the same things to be performed on me if there was suspicion." And if he's actually a doppelganger, there should be some way to... Does he have documents? To clarify, a true Mascari maybe could only do certain things, whereas a doppelganger could not. Yeah. Can't you just sprinkle salt on him? Doesn't that work? Ooh, let's try sprinkling salt on him. Wait. (laughs) He was not magical. (laughs) He's like, is that how you determine the things in your little village? Hmm. So, so Ishtar, uh, what will it be? Ishtar responds. He says, "Yes, of course." He says, "He says, do what you must." And then he kind of looks down for a chair to sit down on. He just sits on a bench at the side of the chambers. So, what do we do? Sultan, uh, Sultan uh, says, "He says, head outside the door. Ask for uh, Anagha." He says. He is. Uh, she is one of my uh, one of my best diviners. Uh, diviners. She will. Uh, she will have the expertise to determine the truth. I will stay here. I don't trust you to be alone with a possible doppelganger. Colvin says, "I will get her." Okay, right. you get her. Colvin goes and fetches Anaga, the diviner. Oh, and she is divine. That's later. As Colvin also begins to walk out of the room, you see the body and clothing of uh, Ishtal suddenly shift. In an instant, clothing is transformed to bear the white sash symbol of the isolationists. His face changes to a different face, and then you see that he has reached into uh, he has reached into a pouch as he flicks something to the ground and then immediately just falls through the ground as if it were liquid. Mages! As Solden, uh, Solden, who had not had his wand out and who was looking the other direction, immediately pulls out his wand as a bolt shoots towards it. Aurora leaps forward, but he has fallen through the ground and the bolt just causes the chair that he was sitting on to crack in two. Well, there you have it. And we'll continue next week.